0: Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to
1: move out. Day today, Dusty.
2: Oh, it was great. I would say, yeah. a little feedback, or is it coming through good?
1: No, it's not in clear. Okay. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. It was a good day. Um, just a bit of work and uh, that, you
1: know. How how was the day with Mikey? You, you did the jobby thing. You did the jobby thing got to, uh, did some of the debt, uh, debt collection taken care of. Um, yeah, that's, I think that was accomplishment today. Kind of what, what I wanted so you, to do. Cool. You got
2: another call come in or something? Or you called somebody and said hello in there or what?
1: Oh, well, basically yesterday I got this alleged uh, text message from some sort of uh, company or individual known as MRA or something like that. And I said, oh, you know in the matter of Spectrum, whatever. Because Spectrum's been stacking up the bill payments, and I guess they closed the account up. And the, uh, really? Yeah. And so, basically, they send it off to somebody else, you know, and basically, I right away, you know, hey, I got this message. I want to see what's going on here. And uh, beautiful call, by the way. it's fucking 16 minutes. That was really fast. Um, basically, what we ended up agreeing on, uh, every single one of us is, hey, Nothing else here to talk about. Sounds like everything's all good then, you know? Um, huh. And I wanted to actually play the recording to see if we you know get some feedback off of it. And uh, see what Sweet, you guys huh? think. Love you to think. hear it. Well, let's get it started. Here we go.
3: Bluetooth waiting for connection.
1: I'm gonna take it up Bluetooth let me see there you go let me know if it's coming coming through properly right now if not uh, try to fix it
0: in a second.
4: Maybe raise it up a little bit more. <laughs>
5: Thank you for calling. It's the social Ashley. That's good. I'm on the now please have your first and last name so that I can assist you today. Hey, good evening, sister. Have you to have the pleasure of speaking today? Yes, my name is Ashley. Uh, Ashley, what is your name? Yes, ma'am. Hey, how's it going? You can call me Mikey, by the way.
1: In the matter of the name I even known to use, Jean-Michael Amador. Can you guys hear that, just? Yeah, I know it's kind of static fucking yeah.
2: uh, windy air. Yeah, it seems like it's coming through good, Mikey. I can hear it, I believe. Cool,
1: cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, your first,
5: last night. The name I be, the name uh, in the uh the name I've been known to use is Gene Michael Amador. Okay, that's not. The, that's why I said this first and last name. Is that last name together? I believe the the the, the, the middle name I believe I used is Michael, and the last name I used is Amador what's the first and last name? Oh, oh okay. The first name I've been on to use is Gene. The last name I've been on to use uh-huh. is Amador. Okay. Thank you, Miss. Is it Mr. or Mr. Mrs.? I'm sorry. Actually, it's, just call me Mikey. None of those, none of you brother actually. Well, I will have to speak with you with the name on account. I do apologize. Hey, that's fine. Well, you can, you can, you can call me, um, Michael, if that makes it any better. The name is on the account is Jean, so I will have to go by Jean, okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, thank you, Gene Amador, for your security. Verify this is the Please verify the last. Your complete mailing address. I have a mailing (laughs) address.
0: I gotta block that out.
4: what the hell happened here?
5: Hi there you go, right, there you go. All right. so, um, Amador, again, my name is Ashley. I reach your mind a social system communication from ADX that is a system that you Any information contained will be used for that purpose. This communication is in regards to the business you have with the spectrum. I want to thank you for being a special customer. The balance on the account is $630.74. I want to make you aware that your account is almost not for so office for a limited amount of time. How can I fix you get this that result? Great, great, great. Hey, um, when, um when just the verification, who are you guys? What do you guys have to do with Spectrum? This is a verification from a debt collector, and I am attempting to collect a debt mm-hmm. on behalf of Spectrum. Interesting. Just an attempt. Uh, cool. Okay, hey, so basically, I, be- I believe I spoke to the legislative representatives of Spectrum a while back ago, and I believe the calls are being recorded, yes? All these calls are being recorded? Yes, yeah, that's what I said at first. Yes, sir. Cool. I just want to make sure these calls are being recorded and obviously you agree to it. Um, basically, I believe I spoke to Spectrum a while back ago. I ended up speaking to a supervisor named and described as Mel. And um, I believe there's be a recording out there. We ended up putting this account on the and Uh, And he agreed. Now I'm getting these so-called letters and uh, callbacks from you guys. And I'm wondering, what do you guys have to do with it? What first-hand knowledge are you relying to go based on this the information of a debt collection. A special question, how can I also send it to you over the date? And so we go out trying to contact to collect the bank account. Cool. Hey, I you just one simple question. What can I speak to, uh, to the claimant so we can talk about renegotiating these terms and conditions? Here? All I can tell you is you got to pass a pass your balance of $289.74 account charges, which is equivalent charges of $324, but I estimated up $630, and unfortunately, that's your 89 so, Interesting. How do you know that? Um, that's the information they let us know. Cool. Just for verification, for, uh, to find out that's uh, true and correct, when can I speak to uh, Spectrum so I can get that verification firsthand? Um, you can call Cetra at any given time and be um, also me to call them on behalf of this account. Don't know how far your conversation will get because your account has been right open. But I cannot tell you not to contact Cetra. If you want to contact them, you can contact them on behalf of this account. And um, all means of trying to negotiate with this account in front. Um, well, I mean, I believe I'm trying to speak to them a lot of times. If you actually do the, the discovery call, maybe you should call them and have them uh, send you the recording so you guys can hear it. Um, I believe I've been asking multiple times, actually, to put the account under a season to, assist to keep the services going. They, they, they refused to do that, which, based on here's the information, I'm led to believe, which is kind of, if you against the law. But anyways, at this point, I need, I need to, uh, at this point, is, are you a manager by any time? No, I'm not. Hey, do you mind uh, contacting, uh, uh, passing me over to the supervisor or management available? Uh, no, I did not.
0: I How how's the
1: how's the voice coming? It's kinda of staticky. I know, like I don't know how to fix that voice. But besides the house, it's alright, it? it's
3: coming through pretty good.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. See if I can skip it a little bit. I still want to skip the good part, honestly. I should pick up any time soon
5: Thank you for calling MRS. Approaches. This is Rita Mark. I'm the floor supervisor here today. This call may be monitored or recorded. May I please have your first and last name so that I can assist you today? Yeah, you said, uh, Rita, uh, Rita, right? What's the last name? Martin. R-E-T-M-A-R-T-I-N. Hey, Rita Martin. How are you today? Hi. How wonderful. How are you today? I'm doing great. Hey, uh, you can, um, the name I've been known to use is G. Michael Okay. You can just call me Jean for the purpose of the recording. Okay. Um. I, okay. Yeah. No worries. Uh, you might have to call your sister. I do. I call everybody brothers. And or you want me to just call you Rita? Oh, that's fine. That's right. fine. Oh. I have no problem with that. Cool. So, yeah. Some people. I just want to make get that cleared out of the way. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Basically, I've already spoken to a sweet lady before. You have. Uh, i just starting to recall the name. I um, and it seems to me that she's attempting to collect some sort of debt, which I'd be more than happy to if there is one. Uh, the point of the matter that I'm trying to get to is when can I speak to the client that you guys are representing so I can get some verification of firsthand here of what's going on? I definitely understand that. And I did get um, some information from the agent and, um, and she did advise you. That the account is with Spectrum uh, for $613.74. We do not proactively so uh, have our customers, once we get the account, we don't proactively have them on Spectrum. However, you, as a customer, you do have that prerogative to make that decision. And she also stated that you wanted to make uh, uh, a settlement, unfortunately can't do telephones on uh, the spectrum account. However. what we can what oh. we can do for you is we can definitely set up payment arrangements if the amount is too large to pay at one time. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely have the family myself, so you know, I get it. Large. Uh, we do have that option available for you as well. Um, also, we can send you what we call a validation of debt letter uh, to let you see uh, exactly what all these charges entail. Well, that's good, and Danny says, I appreciate the offer. But I believe there may be a failure. I believe, I believe there may be a failure to communicate or mistake here. I believe I never said anything about settlement. I believe I'd like to know who's alleging that there's this sort of this this debt is owed or something. I'd like to speak to the, uh, that client or individual themselves to verify that. And um, until we speak to the claimant, how can you and I uh, verify that? Until we speak to the claimant. Oh, I definitely do apologize. Um, yeah, it sounds like there was some discommunication. So I definitely apologize uh, for that. I just by what my agent did advised me. But and again, uh, it is your prerogative. As a customer to reach out to whoever, to call MRS, which is which uh, is the name of the account. Right. and basically, what I would love to do is if you guys, you know, if you guys, if you guys need 15, 30 days to, you know, maybe get the client to call me up directly, because I've been asking to get some first-hand knowledge from the one who's claiming that there's some sort of payment, because I'd be there with open arms. Uh, just uh, I'd be there paying whatever they need. If there is one, if there is a settled, I'd be more than happy to. But until I meet the claimant, how can, how can you and I know that? And so basically, what I would like to do with this account, known and described as MRS, is you would be so kind to put this account under a season-desist disorder until I speak to the claimant. I can definitely uh, put Ms. Ashley back on the phone. That'd be definitely, you know, put you on a season-desist. That That is not a problem left. Okay? I would appreciate that, sister. Uh, that is no problem. Um, what I'm going to do is like put me Ashley back on the phone and she can go uh, she can continue with the call and give you some information that you will need and then she'll close out the call. And we'll definitely put it on decent assist for your request. Okay. Hey, sister, you did a great job, sir. Five uh, stars for you. Okay. Oh, thank you. You <laughs> as well, sir. You <laughs> we oh, have a good one. one. Just two moments. Okay. You <laughs> as well. Yeah. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no oh. Be, I'm here. Hey, how you? Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Hi. How can I help you? Uh, <laughs> oh, nothing all right, so believe me and the supervisor agreed on putting the, uh, uh, the account in the full position of this, and she said that you would be able to help me out uh, with that. Okay. Um, yeah, so you do not want to receive phone calls, right? Hey, any letters, any phone calls, and anything, nothing, because, you know, and based on the information provided today, there's no need for anything with you guys at the moment. Okay. Okay. I can do that. And any other way I can help you? Uh, no, let do it. I think that's uh, that would be more than helpful if that would uh, if you already. Did you do it already or done or finished? Yes, sir. I pretty much have. All right. Hey, Sister Ashley and the supervisor, sweet lady, by the way. Um, you guys all deserve a five star for doing the job properly. I appreciate it. It's just business okay, as usual. So business as usual, Sister. Yes. I, yes. I'm happy to be able to hear that you're, you know, I know I can't control the account situation, but I try to help you best with my sister. Yeah, I appreciate it. So you have a my good one. <laughs> you have a good day. Yes, you have a fantastic day. if I don't hear from you guys ever again, you guys have a fantastic lifetime, okay? Alright, you do the same. thing for being
1: special coach. bye Thank you. Bye. <laughs> hey, if I don't hear from you guys again, you know, you guys have a great rest of your lifetime, you know? <laughs> what do you think about that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious, I've never heard that. <laughs>
1: I thought it was, a, I, I honestly, I thought it was just beautiful, man. Everybody agreed. We all were happy with it. Fucking, what else can we ask for, you know? So when did that happen,
3: Mikey? When did you make that call?
1: It was today, during the so-called oh. break hour. During the break hour. Yeah. <laughs> did you call them or did they contact well, you? They sent, they sent me a text message, man, saying uh, contact them or whatever. I said, hey, somebody sends me a text oh. message. There's some sort of controversy with the name I use. I want to, you know, see what's <laughs> going on. Nice, so I, nice. And so I did, and uh, man, they were both sweet ladies, bro. I mean, they're all everybody's sweet, man. Just fucking got to find a little, you know, show them love, kill them with kindness, and uh, everything works out, I believe. Well, I mean, until you meet the claimant, how else would it work?
0: <laughs> they
1: did have to bring up the this is just business as usual, you know. From what I heard from the bankers, say that before. So I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring that out there. Hey, bro, this is just business as usual. You know, like nothing, like nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, right? I wonder, I wonder if they're gonna be send anything else. I mean, if they put under cease and desist, I mean, like, is that just like zero well, like, everything out? Well, it seems to me that that's what it means. I mean, no notices means no communication, no phone calls, no yeah, letters means
3: but, there's no. But the, th- but the thing is, are they gonna shut off services though? That's
1: the thing. Well, the internet's still working.
3: Oh, okay. I mean, as long as the this, this stuff's working, then I guess you're all right. But I just, I just wonder if there's like, if it's if that if it's put under cease and desist, do they stop the services then?
1: Well, I think if you ask me, cease and desist means to stop any collection activity, um, or any yeah, illegal activity. I'd, uh,
3: yeah, I'd maybe, I don't know, maybe specify that. But I mean, heck, dude, if it's still working, then. Break it, you know it's all good then
1: yeah and so i i that's why when she said how can i help you again i want to just make sure what we talked about so yeah me, mm-hmm. and, the, me and the lady agreed we're just going to be put under a full season assist meaning and he's like oh that means no communications and i mean well communication letters anything i mean based on the information you provided here today seems there's no reason why you guys should call me up or have any contact with me at this point no. Based on the terms that I put out there. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. She agreed to it. She said, okay, I can, I can do that. I was like, cool. You guys have yeah, a great... Yeah, she agreed
3: to it then. Heck yeah. yeah.
1: <clears throat> Customer, right? You got the you, the custom. You can customize it. I'm let to believe.
0: That's
1: funny. That's good. That's real good. <laughs> It's like you're in the matrix, man fucking
0: it's beautiful.
1: That was the accomplishments for today. Uh, that's what I wanted to get you know, done dealt with since I got that text message and like okay, I didn't procrastinate. I just went for it I said, all right, let's see what's going on the credit the credit score keeps going up. I'm starting to get some offers over here. Oh why wow, what are they sending you
3: like offers for like more credit cards or something?
1: Yeah, TransUnion Experience.
3: Oh yeah, I I get sent that shit all the time. I don't know, I think I have a pretty good credit score. The last time I only checked it once. I think it was well, maybe twice. I think it was like in the low seven hundreds. It might have been in the high six hundreds for a little bit. I don't know. I think it's gone back up though. I don't know. I don't I really don't check it, but I don't know, I get all low like we have gotten a couple of credit card offers, a couple of loan offers for like ten to fifty grand, but like, what the heck am I gonna use that for? yeah, they, 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 t- they sent you. I thought about, I thought about calling up and be like, oh hey, like if you guys are offering this money, like, is there any way that like uh, I can speak to somebody higher up so that I can just use the money so there's like no
1: liability on it? You know what I mean? Uh um, yeah, that could work out also. I see why why wouldn't. Asking the right questions, knocking on the doors to get you the right door. Yeah, I mean, heck, they're throwing it out there. So I was thinking, like,
3: heck, it might be a possibility.
1: No, just, no you brought that up. Thanks for bringing that up, actually. makes me think about it. <laughs> I know. I
3: thought about it, honestly. I just, I don't know. I I just hold myself back from, like, ever calling it up. I don't know, but that's, uh, I guess that's my own personal issue if i could own such a thing
1: yeah when this car breaks down because i already i'm getting offers for another car loan and so i'm like when this car breaks down it's time to go out there and use more of it you know <laughs> oh yeah,
3: yeah heck yeah i would if I ever came down to it yeah for like a car oh yeah i'd probably do that because like the thing is like i feel i mean do i first knowledge i don't know about like going to a car dealership and like trying to like get a car to use i feel like that might be a little difficult yeah, but you got the credit, right, it's like tossing a dog a bone. But, huh? but, but but yeah, as long as you got like, I I would just get the car, then deal with the banks from there, kind of like what you did, because like the people, the dealership, I, I don't know about if them, you know what I mean, letting a car go to just be like, oh, just use it. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> hey, brother, you using that courtesy car there? How about I get these on oh, the courtesy car? You know, the courtesy cars are the ones, you know, when your car breaks down. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you let people use it all the time. I mean It makes you wonder like, why wouldn't they take another car out and just let people use it? Yeah, like, what's it? Uh, can I just use one? Heck, I mean, what? they? I mean, what? Because
3: people think it's on, like, short-term loan till they get, like, their, you know, the car that they regularly y- use back. But, like, what's the difference?
1: Well, it's just like dealing with debt collectors, man. These baby, any debt collector, you ask me, have the incentives out there and they get commissioned. That's why they go after people so hard and they want mm-hmm. the money. They want the money because the incentives. Same with the the dealership man, you know, they're after the money, they're after the commission. So mm-hmm. gonna, it'll be, well, the you're not gonna will be I don't
3: think you'd be dealing with like a regular like salesman because like <laughs> what are they gonna get out of like just giving a card away to get you? I feel like you'd have to speak to like somebody in finance that would like have to give the okay with it. Cause they're going to have to balance the books out somehow. I mean, like if it's properly done, I believe that if they were just give a card away to you, if the accounting were right, they would get the so-called money that they paid for the car as a prepaid tax at the end of the year and just have that, you know, taken off what they owe them. And yeah.
2: Technically should work.
1: Tax, oh, that's what they did with the—that's what happened with the car loan. You know, they did a write-off yeah. on it. So yeah, do the banks can do that all the
3: time. It's just that they ain't gonna put that information out in the public.
1: Yeah. Well, they put it on the credit report. It Says write-off.
3: <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yo, that's yeah. That's yeah.
1: Payment status. It says write-off. Oh, that's cool then. And then I mean, on the bottom it's there, of there, but
3: like it's just like how many people go about doing that. Most people are just sucking it seems they're out there for controversy and they, they think they own all this shit and blah, 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 blah. So that's, what's going to happen. I don't know. Okay. I mean, like I've thought about it. Cause like what I, I might even do it at the, like the so-called university I'm going to. Um, I might, I'm thinking about going out to like the registrar's office and being like, can I, talk to somebody who's, like, responsible for, like, the account billing and stuff because, like, shit, if it's a bill, they should be able to zero it out, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, they they said,
3: like, I've gotten messages before, like, um, like, if, like, the total, like, tuition isn't paid, that, like, they'll send the, um, I guess, the bill or whatever it is to the um i believe the district attorney's office for like you know collection slash like prosecution i guess because like you didn't pay the bill so like you know they're gonna try and prosecute the name or whatever the fuck it may be so like hey that'd even be better you know because then they, they might be able to clear it up real easy then you know what i mean oh
1: uh, the the district attorney
3: yeah if they if you know what I mean? Unless if there's somebody high enough within the you know in the school and the registrar's office, you know the people that are responsible for dealing with the like the so-called payments and whatnot. Um, Was is it? The, isn't cool. that the
1: dis uh, the district? You know, like the so-called school district or whatever.
3: Well, it's it's a it's a state university like the Stony Brook University as it's called. So like the registrar's office is like the like I guess the Administration part of the school that deals with all the billing and whatnot. so I believe they'd be the ones ultimately to speak to so I, I don't know i I've I yet to try and contact somebody there um, like in trying to get to somebody high enough that would uh, know what I'm talking about.
1: Well, wasn't that well if it's school wouldn't that be the academic administration?
3: no they just they just they just deal with like uh um, like placing students in like what they want to study. It's the registrar's office that deals with the money they have like a completely, yeah that's the separate like office interesting yeah so.
1: isn't there like a president or vice president of uh universities
3: yeah i I highly doubt they'd, they'd know what's going on as far as that. I mean, maybe, you never know, but I, I, I mean, I don't think contacting them would do anything. I would, if I were to go about it, I would, I would contact the registrar's office and try and talk to the manager and then speak to their manager and finally get to somebody who's, who gives the, uh, you know, the final okay or whatever it may be.
1: That could be a possibility.
3: i be like, hey, do you guys have, like, uh, you know, lawyers at hand that I could speak to that, that that know what to do about this? Shit, maybe I should do that tomorrow. or Maybe next week. I don't know. I don't know if a Friday would be a good day. Most people are kind of, well, the offices like close early on Friday.
1: Yeah, I mean, just find out, man. Okay, Ask I, I people might as well try, yeah. right? I mean, might as well. I don't know if I try, might as well do it, man. Yeah,
3: that'd be cool. We got a fucking uh, the rest of the so-called fucking uh, tuition. I'd be like, hey, can you guys set it up so that each subsequent semester that I go here is just
1: so a- it's not like a student loan thing. Isn't this like a stu- no, kind of no? Thing?
5: I
3: just, I just so-called like pay it, like you know, the parents help pay it and shit too, so.
5: Well, you they ever think
1: about the, getting, you think that could be simpler? Maybe what about, um,
3: dealing well, getting with the a bank? student loan and dealing yeah, with, with finance, the bank like the, the the banks banks for that? The thing is, yeah. I, I feel like that kind of might be hard. i uh, not harder to go about. I know Dominic's in the process of doing that. But the thing is, from what I've heard, like whatever the bank companies are like really for whatever I think it has to do with the federal government, but they're like really strict on like forgiving student loans. Like, oh, it's like the one loan that they really don't forgive, which is, you know, I think that's bullshit at the end of the day. But but if I could refrain from having to go there and just dealing with the school directly, I might as well.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you could just ask a couple of questions like, hey, you mind if I keep going, yeah. keep coming in here? Seems the claimant has no issue. What do you think?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hell yeah. Until who, who, if, if it's a state university, can I speak to the state? You know, I mean, if they're claiming I owe such a thing. Oh, now I, see
1: it, now I see what you're saying. It's a state university. Okay. Okay. I yeah, like it don't matter. It don't
3: matter what fucking university it is. It could be a private institution. It's still a corporation at the end of the day. It don't matter whether you're going to fucking Princeton, Yale, fucking, uh, U C Davis and California, whatever the fuck, dude. They're all incorporated
1: companies. Well, I agree. I agree on that. Um, but but now I see so, why you wanted to go and talk. Now I now I see why you wanted to talk to
0: the. Uh, yeah, why one, yeah.
3: you know, there's avenues through the the school's own finan- you know, financing and whatnot that I feel like could go in that direction.
1: Oh, it all comes down to the same denominator. Yeah, I agree.
3: Because there has to, I don't know if there has to be somebody in, in the registrar's office, but fuck, I would think that they could put me in contact with somebody that would know. Because they have like legal, I would i would imagine that they would have a legal team that would obviously handle things like this. Obviously, I've, I mean, I've gotten freaking notices saying that, like, oh, we'll send it to the DA's office. Well, then, great. that That's cool. I'll speak to them, and then they could give the school the okay.
1: Oh, so you got in letters before from the DA, specifying to call not,
3: it. Not, not from the DA, but the school, like, the, the, the register's office, I think they, like, they might have sent me letters or, like, voicemails. They left voicemails on, like, the phone I used saying that, like, if not by like the end of the semester or whatever, if it's not, if the so-called bill isn't paid in full that they could potentially send it to the uh, district attorney's office for prosecution.
1: Interesting, that could be a bluff. Also but um
3: yeah. Oh yeah. No, I think well, it could be, but I think at the end of the day you, you the charges probably would be filed, I would think. It might not happen for a while, but I think ultimately it it would happen. But hey man, I'd be like whatever, sure. If you guys want to take it there, sure. That that might be pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, I might learn I but, might unlearn something yeah. there.
3: Yeah. But hey, if I could talk to them directly, they might—they might want to uh, close that up real quick. I'd be like, "You guys want me to talk about this shit in school and have more more kids asking questions? <laughs> you know, flyers <laughs> you <know>, you <laughs> you know, uh, around campus about this shit. You guys really want to deal with
1: that? Uh, you want me to start perking up like a bird? You know, start singing like a bird here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: You guys might have an issue on hand then. I mean, but what out gonna... of the fucking like thirty thousand students here, like what one is really that much of a freaking issue? Like, get real.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. I'll, I got another call coming. In. I'll, I'll I'll get uh, back on in a minute.
1: that you thing, brother. Imagine that student loans. Anybody still out there?
4: They over there somewhere.
1: <laughs> they over there somewhere. What did you think of the call, Mike?
4: So far, so good. So what? Everything is all right. <laughs> I do not believe it, uh, Angela. I don't think uh, Angela is has just updated the status of her call to no call tonight.
1: What happened?
2: No money involved. Why don't
4: you
2: join in over here.
4: Why yeah, you? I um, uh, I sent uh, I sent a message in the chat. I, I left them a message in the chat with
1: her. So
2: Angela Dusty would love it if she'd come over. I love that girl, man. Tell her to jump yeah. over on the uh the call mm-hmm. over here and say what's up?
1: Jump over, jump yeah. over Dusty's lap or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: watch what you wish for. <laughs>
1: well, there you go. Be careful what you wish for, Dusty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, that'd be cool if Angelus popped in and said hi. I believe though she could be like. Uh, special guest, huh, Mikey?
1: Yeah, yeah. i love to see you yeah. get her on the call. Yeah. Shit. If it ain't working out over there, it might just work out over here with the with the other. Bluetooth. Brothers.
2: With Batman yeah. Jr. Yeah. Ah, cool. <laughs> yep.
6: Says
1: yep. what's it called? Yeah, I did some shit yesterday, man. I kind of was like, uh, I wasn't. You guys ever seen the uh, Highlander? The episodes? Or series?
2: Uh, those are the old... That's the old school ones, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With Adrian Paul? Yep. Well, man, there's something I've I've, I've been, like, you know, taking that for consideration. Because I dealt with an experience yesterday. Helping a brother out, you know. just, But uh, I felt like I was helping, but at the same time, I felt like I wasn't helping. I felt like if I was... Not, I guess you can say, teaching the man how to fish, you know, so he can fish for a lifetime. I think I was doing it for him. But um, anyways, um, so yesterday, you know, I dealt with a case or not a case or an alleged case, actually. You know, somebody's being sued or whatever. Um, and just uh, basically what I, what I did is, you know, I called up the so-called debt collection, whatever. And I ended up climbing up to the top, you know, to reach the attorney's information. But then I thought about it. I'm like, man, I shouldn't be doing this, and I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be actually, you know, doing it out there because I believe in the Highlander movies or series. They have a rule: you can't intervene in somebody's battle. Right? An immortal against an immortal can't go against each other. Uh, I mean, a mortal and immortal can only go against each other, but nobody can intervene that battle. Nobody can meddle in the battle. And what I think what I was doing is meddling in something that really doesn't concern me. First of all. And it seems to me I'm not really helping much. It seems like I'm doing the work here. And, and um, like and, you know, until I meet the claimant, what's there to, you know, what, why do people need my help for, you know. And so anyways, uh, I ended up speaking to Batman about this, and he ended up saying, yeah, man, you're fucking up. <laughs> and so, yeah, be careful with meddling, in other words. White metal it feels like a burden, man. Fuck. Something I learned yesterday. but I just wanted to bring that out there. Thank you for sharing. That's a, that's an interesting perspective, I believe. Yeah, because other, because yeah, and then there's another thing that happened a couple weeks ago. You know, helping out a sister also. It's like I don't know. It doesn't sound too right either. In the heart, I feel like you got these people got to do it on their own. They got to go out there and you know do it. You can only be the counselor, yeah, help him out like that, but you can't be the one to deal with the battles between, if there is such a thing as a battle, but you know, the so called uh, matters they need to take care of. Um, yeah, that was uh, something I learned yesterday, and I said, ah, fuck <laughs> it. So I talked to the president today in the morning. I said, hey, man, I got you the information for the attorney. But it's time to kick you out of the nest, man. It's time for you to fly. You know? It's time for you to take the wings and go on your own. It's like with I don't know if you ever seen that episode of Highlanders when basically um a Richie ends up cutting off the head of somebody. First time cutting off the head, and Duncan McLeod goes but they both go back to the house and basically Duncan says, Hey, it's time for you to go. It's time for you to get out of here. He kicked him out of the house, kinda of like kicking him out of the nest since and see where he goes, where he flies to. Like that old saying, man, teach a man how to fish. He'll be able to live, you know, he'll be able to fish for a lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: I recall properly, if that's how it goes. But yeah, that was the lesson for uh, yesterday. Right,
2: right, right.
1: Anybody object if I play a song?
2: No objection here, brother.
1: Play a song real quick. One of my favorites.
4: That sucks. Sound call is bad. What about now? No.
0: Yeah! I'm a man that will far, the uh-huh. like moon that for the uh-huh. with my shining
1: Was it a shitty, with the shitty quality? I take that as a yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Was it really that bad? Jesus. It's,
2: it's it comes through, but it's kind of coming through a little bit.
1: Um, Static-y?
2: Like, no, nah, like high trouble. Like, super high treble and kind of at a distance. Almost like a walkie-talkie. Oh, okay. Kind of weird, like, not much bass and just, like, super high treble and kind of at a distance. But, I mean, I could make it out, but super high frequency, if you ask me.
1: Well, maybe I need to get just a higher quality. Maybe it's just the quality of the sound that was produced out there.
2: What else? Right. Could be. Yeah, not much low end on it, just high end. Could be that it's a little far away from the
1: mic. The mic possibly. Okay, okay, maybe it was a little bit too far away. Let's see. All right. What
5: about
1: what about this one right here? Let's see. It's better, Michael.
2: That's better.
1: Oh, is it? All right, let's see.
0: To the Song oh. in a tongue, understood, I know. Can it be that I hear what he's saying? Is there a reason why I'm still awake? And he says, I've got you return. And I'm not just on the road track, you see, I know you're right. You've got to listen. I'm a songwriter with a bad new track, you understand. We'll have you a slave to your heart, baby Now give me something if you believe
1: The claimant. give you something until you meet the claimant what's there to believe in
2: the purple spaghetti monster
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. pretty cool tunes. I when I first heard that song I was like in the I was like in the car and I was like oh cool this is a cool song. Yeah. I'm going to catch on to I'm going to catch them all like a Pokemon. All right, with Angela's car still live going? Who's the special guest over there? I
4: call the night.
1: No call tonight? Oh, bummer. Where's all the people at? Where's everybody at? the fuck? Stormy, what's going on? Hey, Stormy. Let me see if it has a recording for the other ones. Give me a second, you guys. Oh, the Tuesday. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> nice. All right, what was it? Yesterday was the 8th or the oh, one? Dang
0: it.
4: Yeah, yesterday was the 11th. nine eleven to be exact
5: information
1: <laughs> oh here's another one I did the other day fucking with credit one bank I basically I've, I've been getting these negative reportings from it now they're sending me well, it's funny not nah, they send me negative reports on the credit bureau right then they sold off the debt to somebody else. I'm just wondering who's, who's relying on the, uh, who's who's who has first-hand knowledge to go on this negative reporting here, and uh, so I'm trying to you know get that fixed from the management, if it's a possibility. And uh, well, anyway, here we go.
5: I'm trying to
0: contact you. have a problem. it Report your Press <laughs> you need to
5: improve the customer. Absolutely
1: not. Hey John, how's it going today? Good,
0: good, good. Hey, I'm
1: calling in the matter of G. Michael Amador. Uh, that's the name I allegedly use. I believe I called about uh, probably like about last week. Um, I believe it should be there on the notes, if um, you look properly. Uh, management was supposed to call me back. A uh, supervisor named Reed was supposed to put a note on the table for the management. Management never gave me a call back. Is there a manager available by any chance? Well, I'll be off in
5: check here. Before you get the phone, you have your account number?
1: I believe I don't have the account number at hand at the moment. Would our Social Security be good enough for you?
4: Yeah, we got a while. We got a while for that. Popeye,
0: how's it going, Popeye? Hi, oh. I'm sorry, no.
5: I want to know who that mister is. Um, I actually, well, I believe I've been calling and I spoke to a super. uh spoke to a supervisor uh, last week, and we actually ended up trying to manage all uh, to try to climb up the ladder here with the management because I believe there may be some a mistake here, and I just like to know who's reporting a negative marking on the credit I've been on to use.
1: Um and I think a management needs to take care of this at
7: this point. Yeah, no friend.
1: Popeye, what's going on, brother? What's happening, brother? What
7: is happening, bro? So much man. Just chilling, just got out of class, and I think that. Uh, Claiming anonymous calls up, so I said, fuck, I gotta get into
0: something
1: good. So here I is. <laughs> nice. Here I
0: am. I'm, I'm
1: just finishing. I'm just
4: finishing. They so seem place. to have picked up an American accent along the way there, Popeye.
0: What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm
4: feeling
7: good, man. Class went well. School's going good. Fuck, last night I got in a seriously good back workout. Monday I got in a fucking killer killer chest and shoulder workout. In fact, a couple of brothers in there, we all just happened. We started fucking training together, so we all got an even better workout. Fucking got some shit done around the house. Got some errands done. Got some phone calls made, talked to people, got other shit happen. Fuck, it's been a productive week. Holy crap! <laughs> Good
0: shit, man. Good shit.
7: All lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. That's the reason to
2: have bong here. I'm gonna have me a bong hit. There you go. Got out of class, have me a bong hit. Uh, nice.
1: There you nice, go. Nice, nice. Well, actually, I, I've been craving. I've been craving so called hitting it, cause it's been fucking about two months already, bro. So yesterday, I was like, I'm gonna go hit the dispensaries. So I went to go hit the dispensaries, and fucking, I, I ended up not getting weed. I ended up getting, why? Well, yeah, I guess you could say weed I did, but not the nugs, man. I ended up just getting some edibles, and I, I think I'm gonna stick to that oh, right now. Right now, so right now, I just took one fucking edible, dude, and I was higher than a motherfucker. Like, oh my god, damn! Oh yeah, edibles are
7: good, bro. I, I'm seriously considering. And I, I, in fact, I told olive oil the other day that I'm seriously considering going all edible.
1: Honestly, to be honest, bro, it felt like getting high, but except it felt like kind of like a, a, taking an Nexus pill. You know, you're waiting like you're waiting for that rush to come in. You know, waiting for that moment, and then all of a sudden it just hits you like, oh shit, it's kicking in. <laughs> well, um, that's just but, it,
7: and, and that's the one thing for me, and that it's the the speed in which it takes to take effect. You know, sometimes I w- don't want to wait. I'm an impatient
1: little fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's the reason why a lot of people like to, you know, they, they want the instant effect instead of waiting that long. Um, well, and socializing, yeah, been, of course, also. No. Well, yeah. And of course, this is.
7: I. You guys still I are? actually. We're here. Who, I asked the to kind of guy olive oil into edibles, and now she's more into edibles than I am. And what's funny is, I used to when I was growing... Yeah. I used to, when I was growing, particularly, I was making brownies all the time, constantly. Because I had, fuck, you know, I'd have all these C-grade nugs and shit, and it's like fucking easy to make brownies with that shit. And so I was always making brownies and shit. And olive oil never really liked them. But then when when they started coming out with, you know, all these manufacturers coming out with the, uh, power belts. holy shit, man. Sounds like somebody's beating on a microphone with a hammer.
1: <laughs> maybe somebody has a mic up their ass.
7: Yeah, maybe. But anyway, when, the, when some sure. of these uh, manufacturers started coming out with the, uh, the Sour Belt. The Blueberry Sour Belts and the, the Green Apple Sour Belts and all those. She tried those. She fucking loved them. It's like, oh, fuck, this, this I can actually stand. Because a lot of times, particularly like with the brownies, like with, when I make the brownies, you can still taste the the lean in there, you know? You can still taste it. Yeah,
3: sometimes that's just mad Yeah, I, I, mad
2: yeah, it, I mean...
7: And I get it you know so it, it can be a little harsh for people and particularly if they don't like that flavor you know it's I get that oh yeah. You know, there's flavors that I don't like and if I, for me to try and eat something that I don't like is hideous so no I, I completely understand that and it's not a big deal but man I tell you when she started doing the edibles more then it helped get me more doing edibles again too because without having to worry about, oh, well, she's not going to like this flavor or that flavor. So, yeah, getting all different kinds of edibles has been pretty much a good way to go. You know, you you eat a sour belt in the morning and you're pretty much flying most of the day. Fuck, yeah. Yeah.
1: um, Honestly, I think I fell in love yesterday, man. I was like, man, Right. and smoking it because you know I guess smoking is a little bit more yes it could do a little harm to the lungs just inges well, yes got to you
7: know I mean, I, I've never once heard of anybody ever having any issues with um, any kind of serious permanent lung issues from smoking cannabis. not to say that they have there hasn't been I just haven't heard of any And this is part of why I'm very much starting to lean that way, though. And it's not so much damage, but I've always, ever since I've been a little kid, had kind of a a chronic bronchitis kind of thing. I've always had issues where the lungs fill up with the lung cheese. But I also have sinus issues, which tend to help that out. But one of the things that I've noticed, and this is part of why a lot of times I tend to do dabs more, and just the difference between smoking flour versus doing dabs, I still can't get 100% rid of the lung cheese, but it seems to be more so if I'm smoking flour than if I'm – and doing dabs is almost the same as if I'm not doing anything at all. That's literally how little doing dabs – does in fact that's part one of the interesting things that i noticed about dabs right off the bat is that you know outside of the whatever lurf runs down into the stem into the pipe for most part the pipe is pretty clean because there's no tar transfer no tar transfer at all it's pretty pretty cool so my opinion is kind of that midway thing because the vaping they always put other shit in for the vaping apparatus to be able to do its thing but when you're dabbing you're just it's just pure pretty much the resin itself whatever when you're looking at the flower all those little trichomes all that resin that's where all the psychoactive and CBD material is well, if you're just extracting that only, then that's all you're getting. And all the tar, everything that's black and lines the lungs, is primarily coming from the organic material, the flower bud itself, and whatever leaf, stem, go on. So, yeah, really makes you start thinking about it, and particularly a couple times in the past where. I've grown some stuff outdoors, and I don't know why it has been, but there's been times where it's made me cough more than anything else, and it does tend to load up the lungs a little bit more. But as soon as I stop, then that all goes away.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess it all comes down to the preference people choose. What do you think?
7: Well, yeah, a bit, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. And, and how interesting it is not too long ago, and particularly, you know, you and I both been into the gym, going, getting the body, you know, physically fit and all. I was reading an article not too long ago that was talking about how um, the relationship between cannabis use and people that go to the gym, and a majority or quite a few people go to the gym on cannabis, and I happen to be one of them. I happen <laughs> to get more into a zone. I do. I go in there, and it's one of those where, because of the fact that the way I am, mentally speaking, I can be very calm and I can turn rage on with a light switch. This is part of being a warrior. And so I go, I get really chill right before going to the gym i get pretty much clear the mind of everything school worries whatever 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 and then as i start to get closer to the gym i start turning the switch on and i walk into that gym as a warrior as a beast i go in there to beat the fuck out of that shit and then turn around and get the fuck out but i fully turn it on and even while i'm in there it's on and on like light switch because I'm always at a simmer mode in terms of the internal mindset because I believe in lifting angry. You have to lift angry. The only way you're ever going to make real gains is to lift angry. And one of the best places to get in touch with your dark side is right there in the gym. Lift fucking angry. Get big. Get swole. And so I can actually, just like Ben and night, you know, hanging out with some of the boys. We're training together. I step away from the weight and step out from underneath the bar. We're laughing, we're joking, we're still having a good time. I touch that weight, all of a sudden the fucking switch is on and it's beast mode again. I'm lifting angry. In fact, one of the guys, he was new to training with myself and this other brother, and one of the things he says is, I got to start training with you guys more often. This is a whole different world than when I've trained by myself with other people because he quickly found out that he was in he was in real beast mode with real beasts because when I train to say I'm going to failure I go angry I get fucking mad and when you think that you've got nothing left you've still got one fucking more
1: Yeah, I mean, right now, well, I got a good uh, feedback from the cousin. The cousin just stopped by out of nowhere right now. When I was doing the back calls like earlier before Dusty got on, and um, I stepped away from a little bit, and then he saw him. He's like, "Oh man, you're looking, you're looking pretty stocky. You know, you're looking pretty. You used to be skinny. Now you look at you, looking a little bit much. You know, healthy." I was like, "I was like, thanks, bro." And I was, that was just randomly, you know, he just said that, and I was like, "Cool." He noticed it. And It's been like I don't know how many months since I seen the guy. Um. But that was a good feedback, man. That kind of motivated me more. Right the hell yeah, Motivation.
7: One of the things that I highly recommend, brother, and this is across the board and I recommend it to everybody, but it's for a very good reason. And that is don't negate your shoulders. Work the fuck out of your shoulders. Do a lot of overhead pressing. I don't care if it's with dumbbells or with a, a barbell. I, I prefer going real heavy with that barbell because you can push more weight and if you saw my shoulders right now I can assure you that they're looking thick and I get compliments from people in the gym even big guys about my shoulders because I work them them hard and one of the big reasons for this is if you get your arms real strong, your arms get capable of doing things, your shoulders are the connector between your arms and the core, the rest of the body. Those, Once your arms reach a certain point to where if your shoulders aren't strong enough to keep up with them, you're heading for a shoulder injury. You're heading for a shoulder injury if you get your arms to a point where they can actually exceed what your shoulders can do. So, and with that, I'm even more dedicated to rear delt strength because simply put when you're working just straight overhead press your side delt, your front delt are working and working their asses off your bench pressing, the side and front delt are working they do happen to be more on the front delt than the side on a bench press but the more you get upright the more the side delt comes into play but the rear delt doesn't get nearly the amount of work in those presses. The problem is, as you get bigger and stronger, and if you don't work that rear delt, as the side and front delt get stronger, and let's just say, for instance, you're going to go for a big bench press. You go for something that is strong enough to, you know, big enough to where you're able to move it, but there's a little bit of slippage in the shoulder socket and mainly because the rear delt isn't strong enough to hold the ball into the cup. Because that's what the rear delt does when you're doing something like that. It's holding that ball into the cup. And that's right directly below the weight at that point. So typically speaking, what happens like when you're bench pressing heavy, that ball not doesn't want to stay in the cup, it wants to slide down and out. Then you that's when in fact what my shoulder doctor told me this is exactly why I see so many shoulder injuries because people don't have rear delt strength to withstand the loads that they're putting on in front of it.
1: Interesting. Gotta yeah, have team. shoulders,
7: bro. Gotta have shoulders.
1: Uh, yeah, boulder shoulders, man. I agree.
7: Boulders for shoulders, bro. Boulders shoulders,
1: man. G- greetings, five twenty-two eighty-three. How's it going, brother, sister,
7: or whatever else oh, you think hey, you are? Man. I
1: did.
7: I did some heavy bench and hurt my shoulder, but then, uh, you know, I uh, I had a hurt shoulder, but I, I just switched it up to uh, incline and just worked on that, and then it didn't even bother me, you know? Like, if you just hit the incline and let that bench heal, you know, work around. Yeah, there's or a lot of some, things you can do, but a lot of times... Do some decline. Yeah. Depending on what the injury is and whatever, yeah, you can always just do something different and still work the majority of the same muscles, just negating a portion thereof. But uh, injuries are just kind of the part of the business, in my opinion. If you again, if you want to make if you want to make gains, there's No two ways about it. You have to push on the body. And so you you either got to be increasing the weight and or increasing your reps or both. And I don't do just one set type of workout. I I don't do programs. Unless I'm maybe going to get ready for a contest sometime in the future, I might do something close to a set program. But because I've been lifting for so long, and i understand a certain couple of concepts particularly the gas syndrome general adaptation the body gets very used to anything within about six weeks it will stop growing if you're putting it under a specific stress which means that constant change will constantly create growth and i get this and i so because of that i never walk into the gym ever thinking Oh, I have to do this or I have to do that on any kind of a regular basis. I walk into the gym. I look to see what's available, and I start doing with whatever. A lot of times, and even if I had a completely open gym, a lot of times I'll start on something. I may start warming up in one area, but I get bored. I decide I don't want to do this one, so I move. I go do something else. Why? Because constant change will create constant growth, so it doesn't matter what I'm doing, as long as I'm pretty much maxing out. Now, unlike a lot of people, I've got a really good memory for what I did last week to the next week. So I don't even have to keep logs. I have a real good idea as to reps, sets, weights, whatever. So I know that if I went in and I do some seated overhead pressing with dumbbells, I have a good idea of if I go back in a couple weeks and I go to that again and I haven't done it for a couple weeks, I know where I was. I have a pretty good idea where I'm going to end up. But it really doesn't matter anyway because no matter how you slice it, if you're only starting off with a light weight and warming up and then you work your way up to what starts to get tough, then there you are. And, of course, in my opinion, in my world, the workout doesn't start until it actually starts to hurt. (laughs) And that's when you start to count the reps. Once you start to feel the pain, once it starts to get hard, once you can't hardly push that shit, that's when your workout starts. That's when the real growth is going to happen, and it's not going to happen right there in the gym. That growth is going to happen later in the recovery stages. But if you don't tax that muscle, At that level, you will never get any kind of growth that will be equal to that. So, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction.
1: There you go. What's going on, brother? JJ? What's going on? JJ? What's going on, JJ?
7: What's going on, (laughs) JJ? Chris, 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 Welcome Friday? to the Claimants and Novice Call, brother.
1: <laughs> Yo. The first, the first step to recovery is to realize there is a problem. Could it be, brother?
3: Could it be there's a lot of fucking problems? Maybe not. Could only it be solutions. that we're, Only solutions. I, that's what I like to think.
7: Well, and could it be that the next step is recognizing that, he, that everybody is their own worst enemy? Yeah. That we're yeah. all our own problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the end, man, we all got to walk it ourselves, you know.
0: Oh, we got to walk the
2: walk.
7: Well, each and every one of us are the culmination of the choices we have made up to this point. Look in the mirror and say Hello.
0: Yeah, man. I've been an asshole. Uh, <laughs> uh, good timing, Bob. Good timing. The asshole right. right there in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Time means everything, brother. Time means everything. Could it be? Could it be? Look at love. Hey man, pass that uh, over. No. <laughs> uh, hey, that was a good one, pal. We have a lot of
1: back to the I and day day long.
0: Day long. Yeah. last time I took the <laughs> <some> acid. <laughs> uh, I,
1: I, well, actually, right uh, now, okay. what, what I did is just took a little uh, one of those edibles. Actually, I just threw it down here. I was like, ah, if I it, I gotta get high for these. Oh, shit. nice. Like, oh, you, know, me, you guys drive yeah. me to get high, bro. <laughs> you guys drive me to get you high. You know, another man.
7: good one, and, and this one is actually probably the best in a general sense, and that's the tinctures. Particularly, some of the tinctures, if they're uh, um, depending on what they're using as the um, liquefying base, you can you put a couple of squirts right under your fucking tongue or li- just put a squirt whatever, however much under the tongue. Oh, man. You start to feel it really fairly quick. But you got to be careful with the tinctures because you'll get your—they'll kick your ass. They'll knock you the fuck out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm down. I don't think I'm down with that one. I Think I'll just stick to this. Yeah,
7: you got to be careful with those.
1: But it's no different. It's the tinctures
7: are no different than doing edibles. It's no different. It's just a it's more—it's just more concentrated. That's all.
1: Yeah, I figured I would just stick to the. Fuck, sometimes this fucking, uh, like, um, exper or whatever, um, uh, technology. Oh, well, you like nowadays. the carts, right? How about I, the carts? I, I used to like those, man. I gave that up. I, I threw that shit away, like, three months ago. I said, fuck this shit I'm done smoking. Oh, that's good. I, actually, I actually quit smoking two months ago. Yesterday was my first time back at it, but instead of smoking, I read it, I went to go and buy some edibles. Shut up. And, um, I still say some for occasion. I, I think it's mm. meant to be, you know. I like to just use yeah. It. No, I think it's better that I stopped
3: overall.
4: Yeah, you'll probably uh, go on and off a couple more times before you quit it all if, if you quit it all together because usually that's what happens. Uh, you gotta usually come back and go back on it for a couple of times, you know, go on and off, and before you really make yeah. It, I don't it. know.
3: I was coming up on like uh, geez, like maybe like a year and three quarters. And, like, dude, I can't even – I mean, like, I can't even smoke now. Like, no way. I mean, I I prefer other things, but that's another story. But, uh, uh, I don't know if that's – it's probably worse. But weed, man, it's just not. It's too fucking weird mental. Yeah. It's – which is strange because, dude, I've smoked probably in all you guys combined. Um, No bullshit. But, uh, yeah, once I stopped, I just – I have no, like, willing to even go back. And I got I got it around every single day, too, but I don't even think about it.
1: Yeah, like, same here. I got it all over me, but I don't even think about it sometimes. Just till yesterday, I was like, yeah, you know, it's been a couple months. I said, why not? It's been a while. Yeah, so I got yeah.
3: it. It's, it's definitely back there in the memory, no doubt. But, yeah. But even then, yeah, I I, like I,
1: I even have a hard time doing it, man. I said, like, should I take it? Nah. I'm good right now. Yeah, you know? I don't
3: know. It's not worth it, man. The One I got completely... Um, straight from everything was
1: the best thing ever. Yeah, sometimes a little bit. Nowadays, this whole fucking hypotency goddamn. Yeah, really, I mean, like really... the weed's fire. Don't get me wrong. Like,
3: I'm not bashing it. I mean, like, but uh, I don't know. For me personally, yeah, I would if, if I smoked the way that I used to.
1: Impossible. Yeah, man. I used to smoke a bunch too, man. I used to take that cartridges. Even I was fucking with fucking high cartridges, you know. And I was like fucking smoking that shit every couple minutes, dude. It was ridiculous. I think I was smoking more than I was breathing oxygen, dude. At the one point, I was like, "God damn."
3: <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude! I back in the prime, I'm talking like, the, like, talk like four or like six blunt a day. And that was like easy. I'm talking like, like I'm talking like two or three grand blunts, dude. Like, I wasn't fucking around. But that's what happens when you got pounds of weed around, and uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, actually, what I noticed, out being off of it, man. I noticed a lot of changes, you know, physically and just mentally. And that's why I said I, I kind of like it, like this thing. You know, staying just over. Yeah. Not only that, but I've been hitting the gym consistently, you know, without even taking a break or, you know, without having to take a day off. Like, I will go there mm-hmm. every single day. I will take power naps there and there. But, you know, I would definitely sleep during yeah. and there my, my eight hours. But still, I, w- I would feel good. I would be like, all right, it's time to hit the next thing. You know, that kind of motivated mm-hmm. me a lot when I quit. Um, But, uh, yeah, but I guess it all depends yeah. on the individual. I believe. Yeah, I think that the
3: tolerance plays a big thing into it because, like, once the tolerance goes down, man, like, it affects you so much more. Like, when you're smoking all day, like, when you smoke, it really does nothing. You know what I mean? Like, you've got that, like, little head change, and, like, that's about it. But, like, yeah, so once that tolerance, it really doesn't much no matter how much you smoke. I mean, like, when you stop, you realize how much it did affect you, but, um, but when you're actually, like, still smoking all the time like it, i feel like it, it doesn't really affect you that much like context like you know what i mean during that period
1: right.
0: yeah, but, not, that's with a,
3: a, but that i think that goes for most every other drug as well too It's like the tolerance plays
1: such a huge factor. Yeah, that's how I, was, I, I just said, uh, I mean, it's not for me anymore. The body was just acting a little weird. Then I said, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm
3: yeah, like, yeah, man, totally. I feel the same.
1: I got to, I've been doing that shit for like since I was like, what, 15 or something throughout, like since 24. So I said, maybe we time to take a break, you know, fuck yeah. i got to get over this. I've
7: taken a few breaks along the way. I stopped, in fact, I stopped one time. I stopped for several years. Well, several yeah. years. Possibly. And, and when I went back, it was fun, you know. It was a good time. <laughs> no complaints.
1: Hey, it's spoken to Christopher?
7: I haven't spoken to Christopher in a couple of days.
0: Has he but, gone to court uh, yet?
7: Yeah, he's supposed to, got to, go, to go for. Oh, he's he's got a speeding ticket, but it sounded to me oh. like when I talked to him last time, dude sounded like a freaking claimant to me. Yeah, that's oh, what boy. I keep telling
1: him. Have you him hey, you're gonna? I was like, good fucking luck, Chris. You're on your own. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, he keep
7: making these claims and shit. he he, he kept. He kept wanting to talk to me about all this other stuff. like, And it's like, why are you talking about that? Well, I was just wondering. It's like, no, because you want to go in there and make these claims, huh? And what happened the last time, Chris? What happened the last time you went into court? And we talked even the night before. Did you go in and did you make some claims? Yes. And did you fucking end up spending some time in jail for contempt? Yes. No way.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, he yeah, he likes to spent
7: time for contempt, and he made a bunch of fucking claims, and I and, and every claim that we talked about not making, he made.
1: <laughs> Talk is that, cheap,
3: huh? I usually, usually go.
0: No, I didn't do that.
3: <laughs> oh, he,
7: he was bound to determine. He well, it's one of those and and. I get it. This is something that everybody has to realize and deal well, with. Well, it depends on how new he is, I guess. too.
3: Well, but even it's still, new people pull it off well. Well, yeah,
7: sometimes. But the, he's still got a he's got a problem with his ego. he oh, His ego is still yeah. running the show. That'll he wants, He likes. He wants to go in and show how smart he is. Well, fuck. Yeah. It don't no matter how smart you are. I don't give a fuck. It, knowing how smart one is and going into a place where you, there's a lot of other smart people and like, oh, no, no,
0: no. no. Oh, that's shit. Bullshit. There's really no,
3: if you ask me, there's no one really that's smart in the courts. I mean, no disrespect, but like, I mean, sure, like maybe the, the judges know what's going on. But other than that, they're just automated robots. Well, What's
2: so smart most of about of them are, that?
3: they're, they're, they NPC droolers. Well, it's not that it's the, it's like, idea look, I still got the same to... love for him no matter what, but, but at the end of the day, these people aren't, like, cracking the riddles of science, so to speak. No, I, I know that, but what Mark. I'm saying is, you know,
7: but he's in there trying to be all that in a bucket of chicken in a place yeah. where he really, it, it's not necessary, and it's probably actually more detrimental. Absolutely and in detrimental. my estimation, it, it, it seems to me that when... You're doing something like that. What's the purpose? If the, per- if the real purpose is to just get the fuck out of there as quickly and easily as you can and unscathed as you possibly can, then it seems to me that you do some of the most simple shit and what works and works and works. I'm here for that matter. That's the name I'm known to use. How can I help settle the matter? Can I speak with the claimant? And a story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> too simple. Mm-hmm.
7: And a fucking story.
1: Is anything yeah, else? What the
7: that's, fuck that's you are you in there
3: doing? Done, What's that? I said that's easier said than done, too.
7: Well, it, it is. Well, it, no, actually, it's simpler than it is easy. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: That, that's exactly what it really comes down to, because it's. Yeah, it's not easy.
3: It's not easy at all
7: because. Well, it's, me, it's like I know you said. I've been even there, even it, they'll, even they'll if you still you
3: even if you still quote unquote know it, it's still like that. I think deep somewhere down, like that that ego kind of pops in. It's not like it about oneself, but it's just kind of like the the uh, that like kind of fear that kind of kicks in. It, I don't think it's necessarily like direct fear, but it's just kind of like the the um. Like the psyche get in the way of like not knowing what's gonna like happen. You know what I mean? Cause like that happened to me the other day. Like uh, I was I was I was using the car late at night and uh, you know whatever I was driving with some some things in the car and uh, I passed a cop going the opposite direction. He turned right around. I was like I had the the phone on speaker. Was kind of, like I had the phone on speaker. The cell phone kind of was holding it up. So I don't know if you saw it, but anyway. Pulls up right behind me. I'm like, oh, here we go. And, like, you know, the heart starts racing and shit. Anyway, he drives around me. But, like, I know when it comes down to when I start talking to him, like, it's happened multiple times. Like, that goes away. But it's still, like, that initial, like, you know what I mean? Like, the the initial unmiturity of the situation kicks in.
7: Well, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Because
3: I do get it. I've been thrown in a cage. Because, you know, let's say things happen, you know, then, then I'd be looking at possibly misdemeanor felony charges. And, like, do I really want to have to deal with that? You know what I mean? Like. Well, that's why, particularly so. when you're talking about in a courtroom,
7: you know, the place where it really matters most. I mean, it, actually, it really matters more on the roadside if you can talk to the yeah. so called cop, ask him the right questions, and not end up that far along. But
0: since he already
7: has passed that point and basically made some claims already at that point, now he has to deal with the judge. And, you know, it is just exactly this. Like Darren has said and I've said several times before in the past too, if you want to do anything to so-called attempts to defend yourself, whatever, go in, try something, you better be ready to go to jail, because if you're not prepared to go to jail, you're gonna be sorely, sorely surprised when you I, might end I, up I in almost, jail. <laughs> I,
3: I don't, want to say it might be even easier dealing with the, the, in the courtroom than it is with the the police on the street. That might yeah, sound crazy, it depends.
1: but no, well, no, no, what, no, no. From no. what I've
7: seen so far, as of late. If you have the so-called state citizen passport, your, uh, your your roadside never goes any further than here's your passport back. Have a nice day, and then you never get to court. So, well,
1: I don't know about that either. shit. I don't know about that shit. Uh, but I do. It.
7: I do know about that shit. That's why have, I just fucking said it.
1: You have it? Yes. And oh, everybody do?
7: that I've talked to, yes. And everybody that I've talked to that has it has had the
1: same fucking reaction. You never told me about that. Why now? Yeah. What oh, is it? You
3: what yes. do you just use the regular passport <sighs> instead of a, a driver's license you talking about? Mm, could it be? Yes.
7: When you fill out the fucking application for the so-called passport, you mark other. other. As opposed to US citizen, there's a couple of other pieces of information you should put on there, but for the most part, what you end up with is that you're not necessarily a so called US citizen then. And if what, and it, this is something that nobody that I know of has been able to confirm yet. I have asked a couple people that are related to cops, they won't even talk to the cop about it, so I don't even know for sure. But it is rumored that when you've done this, what comes up for a cop is: do not stop, do not detain, do not interrogate,
3: lifetime concealed carry permit. Now,
7: that well, be the concealed true, permit
3: thing might be. I feel like that might be questionable, but the rest might I, I can see that. Well, I,
7: I well, the only reason why I it's what is put out there, and one of the one of the brothers that told me, gave me some firsthand testimony before I actually did it, he was handed back the passport, told to have, basically have a nice day. And then the cop stopped for a second and said, oh, by the way, do you happen to have a firearm on you? And the guy asked the cop, am I obligated to answer your questions? And the cop said, nope, he turned around and walked away. Hmm. Huh. So, and the, and maybe maybe in maybe itself, he was
3: just fishing. Maybe the cop was just fishing. You never know. Never know. Never know. But the thing is,
7: everything that I've ever read on it, and I've gone through several different things about the so-called right. state citizen passport. Everybody says the same thing. So as to whether or not it's true or not, I don't know. I have no idea. You know, it's all conjecture at this point because nobody has seen other than the cops, and until they anything but I can say that from my own personal experience when I could hear what the cops were saying on the radio until the information started to come back after they read the numbers to the people at the other end they turned the volume down
3: like the dispatchers
7: I guess yeah because they're calling that back into
3: the headquarters
7: or whatever it is that may be normal but I don't know but the thing is when they handed it back. The cop said something to me about nice separation from the driver's license and the name. What? Well, this is there was a there's some more backstory to it, but
3: yeah, just know that that's
7: what the basic last thing the guy said to me.
3: I wonder if the cop knew about the name and shit then. Well, because I wouldn't claim the name. So there was already an issue there. Yeah, but I'm wondering if he knew the whole deal with it. You know what I mean, and refraining from. Yeah, I don't know. Shit. Yeah, including right. the yeah, name. Well, have the no name. Idea for sure. The name being the the, the whole kind of counter pin, or whatever. You know what I mean. Crux point of the whole thing. Right. Yeah. No. Don't know. One of those things we'll i will never know for sure. I though. don't think many cops know about it, dude. Hard to say. Maybe. And I would have to say probably too many. I think a lot too higher-ups, but... I mean, according to Batman, what he did, you know, that, that, that the guy that showed up probably knew. But, uh, yeah, just the regular
7: well, I had guys on cop, the beat. I had another cop another time ask me when I wouldn't answer any questions, and he was starting to get kind of pissy with me. He asked me, are you a... One of those sovereign citizens, and I yeah. Him, I've, I've, been, sovereign I've been asked citizen? that one time. Yeah, so I asked him, the What's same sovereign thing. Citizen? And he says, if you don't, <laughs> he says, if you don't know what one is, then you're not one. And I'm thinking, oh, great, thanks for making the testimony for me, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna make the assumption for it.
3: Go for it. Yeah, makes it like, a little bit way
2: easier.
7: But yeah, some of them. Yeah, those, no. They, they kind of well. It would seem that at this day and age. Even if they're not looking into it heavily, there's all kinds of talk of it because there's a lot of people out there acting well, like as called so, You
3: know, they'll be like, oh, the straw man, the straw man, blah, 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 you know, exactly <clears throat> along the same lines that shit. So I could see how it comes up, but, like, I guess not uh, in the same fashion as just zero claims.
7: Well... It would seem that they're they're used to it enough now where as as soon as whoever is in front of them starts to say or do certain things, then they already kind of automatically start to default to, oh, this is one of them sovereign citizens. That is one of the things that Chris got himself in trouble with on the last one, who because Chris, the judge said something to him about um, him being a sovereign citizen, and Chris oh, immediately made the claim,
2: "I'm oh, not a sovereign citizen," and then oh, when Jesus
7: he proceeded Christ. to, "Oh fuck yes!" And then he proceeded to not only do that, but then cite a whole bunch of Supreme Court cases and shit. And the judge oh, just fucking, oh. I guess, rolled his eyes, and as soon as Chris was done, just fucking popped <laughs> him out into the cage for contempt.
0: Oh, You
7: fucking asked for it. Could it be careful what you asked for because you just might get it?
3: I'm not one of those. Oh. Good luck proving that. Well, God, and, and
7: not only that, but this, and that's the thing. That, as soon as the first thing I asked, and interestingly enough, him and another brother did didn't end up in contempt but pretty much did the same thing in the same week fucking both traffic courts and I asked them both the same question do you know how many fucking claims you made in just that one statement that really matter I mean there's a bunch of claims in there but do you know how many claims that actually really matter like no I said think about this number one you claim that you weren't something, like you just said. What fucking evidence do you have that you're not something? How the fuck are you going to prove that shit?
5: Number two, you you just claimed to know
7: what the fuck a sovereign citizen was because you said that you (laughs) weren't one, which means that you had to know what one is, right, you And then two, and then three, rather, you just claimed – whatever you think a fucking sovereign is and whatever that judge thinks a sovereign is are the same fucking thing. Those are three fucking major claims, dude. Why would you do that? Well, I don't know because I'm stupid. Well, there you go.
3: <sighs> Oof. That's rough, man.
7: You know, Chris goes in there doing that shit again. He's going to end up in fucking contempt again.
3: Yeah, and that'd probably be a longer time in there too, I would think. Maybe. Yeah, I guess you never know.
7: Yeah. Well,
3: it's just so-called traffic,
7: supposedly 85 and a 65. That's what the fuck that's supposed to be? I mean, that's all arbitrary,
3: ambiguous bullshit too. It's all
0: like that, you know? Yeah, no so way. So gun
3: clock that. Yeah, whatever. Fucking hearsay.
0: Yeah,
7: exactly. Who's claiming that I did something wrong? So what is that? I don't give a shit what your gun says. Who's claiming that it was wrong? Who's claiming there's an issue here? Can I speak, please speak with the claimant.
0: Please speak, fellow, please speak. Can
7: I Please speak with the claimant. I'm here to settle that matter. That is the name that I'm known to use. I'm sorry, did I give you first-hand testimony that that is the name that I'm known to use? What do you mean sit down? Would it help if I sat down? Oh, yeah, why could, would you do that? Uh, I I don't need a uh any help sitting down. No, thank
6: you.
1: I can sit down on my own. things. Oh, I know it's on the ass. You sit down and uh, have a seat. Oh, who cool. are you talking to? Who are no, you talking no. to? Oh, that that too. Uh, oh, you talking to me? Cool. Hey, judge. Exactly. Cuz which... then
3: you're just consenting that you that you you acknowledge that you who's you?
1: Oh, well, you can play that game, more. be like, "Hey, well, yeah,
3: you want me to have a, you to have a Playing seat?" Playing that one, who's
7: you? The one standing at the podium. What do you mean by podium? I did that one before
3: too. Yeah, I would, I would stick with that, man. I keep it so straightforward. Not even entertain anything else other than that, because other than that, you're getting off point.
1: I just like to ask a question. Have a seat. Oh, cool, judge. We see what you would like me to have. Oh, that one right there, cool. You mind if I borrow one of your pit bulls right here? Maybe, to, to get it. maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they got the, their toolbox belt right there, and maybe they can unscrew, the, unscrew the seat and help me take it out to the car. Would that help? <laughs> have a seat. Where do you want me to take the seat? <laughs> right. Yeah, you mind if I borrow one of your pit bulls with their tool belts there and have them unscrew the seat so I can take it over to the car so I can sit down over there?
4: Would it just be better if I use this seat? I don't wish to take it with me.
7: Yeah. Well, I think that might be even a better question. Would it? Would it be okay if I just left it right here?
0: <laughs> All right, Yeah. That worked. Yeah. <laughs> let that would let someone funny, else take. It,
4: yeah. Let someone else take it. Take a seat and say, no, would that be okay if I just left it there?" <laughs> Hey, Mikey, guys, I'll be right back. Uh, I got to go start my call, but uh, after I get done with it, um, I'll jump back on with you guys, and I'll simulcast with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh...
1: I guess enjoy the moment, you know. Enjoy the moment. That's what you're
7: supposed to do. Otherwise, you're fucking up or you're cheating yourself. Or maybe you're cheating
2: yourself because you're fucking it up. What do I know?
1: What kind of phone calls did you make today, pops?
7: Uh, I had to make a couple of phone calls to the uh, to the bar, and then a couple of doctor phone calls and shit. I told you about the uh, card thing, didn't I, Mikey?
1: Oh, now give me a second. Give me a second.
3: Anyone there? Yeah, I'm here. I just got to get off the call for a second. I'll be back in
2: like a minute or two. All
6: right, I'm back.
7: Julio.
4: Julio? Who's Julio.
7: I said Coolio.
4: Oh, Coolio.
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Julio? Is that a request? Is that a request? Where is
2: Julio?
4: <laughs> I'll be right back at go to the bedroom for something. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. 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 Uh.
4: Roger, All Right. Yep. Sam will cast in the Money Mike 5000 call here and uh, tuning in on to with uh, the Dusty and Batman, actually the Dusty and uh, Mikey show. Okay. Batman's a late sleeper, or should I say sleeps at about now.
7: Well, Mikey, I think, last time I called, he says that he's been uh, his uh, circadian rhythm, so to speak, his own personal, because he's going to bed earlier and getting up earlier, hitting the gym, like, middle of the night down there.
0: <laughs> Wait,
4: Wait who, who's doing that? Emma? Mikey. Oh, Mikey. Oh,
7: Mikey. Yeah, he'd be getting up early, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock. Heading to the gym, whatever he wakes up, he's like just totally full of energy and shit, and just gets up and goes. Well, that's good.
0: Yeah.
7: Whatever floats the boat, it. man.
4: I would say there were crickets, but uh, I think uh, all the spiders in my neighborhood uh, killed every single last one of them. So that's why, we <laughs> need hear, that's why we don't hear any crickets on this damn call either.
3: Right? What the hell, man? <laughs> oh, are there crickets by me. That's sure. crickets. you
0: know, it's uh, not funny.
3: The spiders this year,
7: particularly around here, spiders have been freaking abundant. We had we had kind of a almost like the perfect winter because we had a fairly heavy but short rainy season, but then it's been fairly mild. Even though there's been a few hot days, it hasn't been way into the hundreds or anything. So, fuck, the spiders are just crawling like crazy. In fact, Mike, did you hear about, were you on the call? Back? Oh, man. Towards the beginning of the summer, when I got bit by two uh, two brown recluse spiders within a week.
4: I don't recall that episode. I I, I, oh, think I, dude. I, think I uh, Yeah,
7: maybe Sigurd
4: shit. Yeah, i on the recluse right recluse.
7: leg on the upper That.
4: <laughs> I'd rather be bitten. I was trying to say bitten. I said blitten I'd rather be bitten by a black widow than a brown recluse.
7: Oh yeah, uh, the well the one I got first. I got bit on the right thigh. Didn't notice, didn't realize whatever for like a couple of days. You know, because allegedly sometimes there can be a delayed reaction. So like on Wednesday and Thursday, I feel this little like it, it, just a tightness in the leg, kind of a little knot, you know. And I worked out, so I figure you know it was just something because of working out or whatever. And then on Friday, there's like this, I wake up and there's like this tomato on the lake where there's like this section and it's all big and swollen and red. And it's like, what the fuck? So I look up online, look at the spider bites and this, that, and the other thing. I put some antibiotic ointment on it and I take some uh, oregano oil and a few other things. By Saturday, it's actually looking a little bit better. We've gone down a little bit. Wake up Sunday, it's bigger, nastier, leg is, the whole leg is fucking swollen, there's a huge red streak going down the inside of the leg. So I go to the fucking emergency ward, they fucking pumped out almost a half cup of pus out of the right leg. It was crazy. I got video of it too. Get back to the house, sit for a couple of days, and literally just a couple of days after going to the hospital, like on Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday I think it was, I got bit on the right ass cheek again by a round recluse. Go back to the dog, The hospital. doctor just laughs and goes, you got bit again? <laughs> That's funny. I've never seen anybody bit twice in a week. This is crazy. <laughs> you might want to <laughs> What's that?
3: I said, that's too funny. I'm sorry, but that's, that's pretty hilarious.
7: Oh, it is. It's fucking hilarious as shit. I mean, at the time, I was fucked up. It hurt, you know? Fucking leg hurt. My ass hurt. And, of course, the nice thing is the one on the ass didn't even really go any further <laughs> than very superficial. In fact, it, it got red, and it got red about the size it's of... Weird. Almost uh, a little bit bigger than a golf ball in diameter. And then it just kind of scabbed right at the surface because I was already on all the antibiotics that
4: they, you
7: know, for the first bite. Because I was on a double antibiotic, actually a triple antibiotic because they gave me two different antibiotics plus an antibiotic ointment. So, yeah. It, for as fucked up as it was at the moment, yeah. In retrospect, it was fucking hilarious because who gets fucking bit by two brown recluses in a week? Holy shit. What co- fucking luck is that? In fact, well, let me we, ask we, you. When we bombed the they, house, what I they... found one. I was just going to say real quick. Because well, we did bomb the house. bomb the house a couple of times. And after the second time, I did find a brown recluse carcass <clears throat> just in the hallway outside the door just right in front of the door to the bathroom, which is kind of where I figured that I got bit when I got bit on the ass.
3: Now, what, what did they give you to treat that exactly? Is there like Um, any like type of anti-venom or is it just like steroids and like antibiotics and shit?
7: Antibiotics, two different
3: antibiotics. Huh? Interesting.
7: Two antibiotic, oral antibiotics. And then in fact, when I first got there, they gave me a shot of an antibiotic to just get into the system right away, but then they gave me two orals, uh, a prescription for, I forget what now, but then they also gave me a prescription for an antibiotic ointment to put right on it. Hmm. Yeah. Then.
2: That's and everything that I went through. In fact,
7: if you were to look at the leg now, there's actually a brown, like a brown, like a not. I guess it's a scar or discoloration in the leg, and just one section of where it was. It's kind of weird, but yeah, I still have discoloration in the leg from where it happened, and there's a scar from where they had to. Take a scalpel and stab it into the leg and squeeze all the pus out.
3: (laughs) Speaking of spiders, look, there's one here on the computer stuff. Spider? It looks like one.
7: Yeah, I blow spiders up now. (laughs) Now I know spiders are actually necessary, but man, it's hard to deal with when you've been attacked a couple of times. And how yeah, funny it is, too, you consider that as a contractor, I spent 35, 36 years out in the field working around spiders and all kinds of shit. And I get little bites here and there, but never got anything like what I got
6: a couple months ago.
7: And sitting inside
4: the house, even, I guess, because that's where I spend most of the time. Oh, they're back in second place. Yeah. Because of the other people winning or losing. Cool. Right by the Cardinals, I think. Yeah. Got up one. Got a
0: loss. Cool. Cardinals. I I oh, I right. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Sorry. I'm stupid. Anyway, I'm going to bounce for a bit, bro. Talk to y'all later. All righty, right, later. All right,
4: man. Do right. you need
0: this?
3: So, what's good, Mike? You still on the call, right? Yeah. Bird up. How you been?
4: Kicking, uh, live and well and all that stuff. Had, um, had a nasty UTI, uh, about a week ago.
3: Really? Would it, Mm -hmm. like, hurt to take a piss nut or something?
4: It, It almost did. Almost, but, um...
3: Oh, yeah, that would suck.
4: Yeah, that that definitely sucks. I can knock it out a little bit with uh, Nathan iodine and um, these other over counter over the counter meds called Azo uh, maximum strength, but eventually I have to have to go back to yeah. What I'm worried about is because this is the third time uh, this has happened, and it's like Hmm. they haven't been able to knock this shit out, and that's what's worrying me. Well,
3: why why do you think it's going on? Do you have any idea?
4: Well, first. First, they thought, I, they thought I had diverticulitis. I don't even know what the fuck I have. Uh, Diverticulitis, shit. I think that's yeah. something
3: to do with, like, the intestines where, like, yeah. there's, like, uh, yeah. inflammation yeah. on, like, the intestinal walls. I think, like, probably in the colon maybe large and small intestine as well.
4: And that should be, uh... Or there's,
3: like, pockets. There's, like, pockets, yeah. I guess, that, like, are created because, like, stuff gets caught in them. Yeah, and and then that can like that can also be bad too, because then like like whatever, especially if you have like a terrible diet. I mean, obviously the more filth that's trapped in like the intestines, mm-hmm. that that goes directly into the bloodstream and shit. <coughs> I have, and then,
4: um, and then you're and then you're fucked. I have um, how do you call it? A little, uh, I do a little detox of the the colon every once in a while with um stuff called oxy powder. What's that? I never heard of it. It's a um, oxygenated or ozonated, ozonated magnesium. You take what that. To the form of, it the, oxygen it the it? In. Yeah, yeah. It assists in flushing out all that stuff. What do you just uh, like? Put it in like water or something like that? Yeah, they're like pills, and then you take um, you take several for. Take the amount per hundred pounds of body weight. So sometimes you probably maybe need to take six or seven of them, depending on how heavy you are. Me now, I'm down to five, because uh, they also kind of they kind of um you kind of lose weight too when, when when you get rid of all that shit and, and that's been up in there.
3: Yeah, well, most people have at least okay. most Americans, depending on like what type of diet you eat. But I mean, if you're eating like the standard sad American diet and you're eating puss and yeah. forming shit i.e. meat dairy uh, acidic forming foods as well like vinegar and the like and alcohol you probably have like 10 to 20 pounds of unprocessed yeah uh fecal um, matter and shit stuck in the intestines and yeah. that, that that's that's like a, almost a guarantee maybe for like some skinnier people the thing is they might not have that much but the thing is for skinnier people they have a An extremely high uh, acidity rate within themselves, which is uh, it's kind of like give or take at the best, depending on like the you know body type and the condition that uh, the body's in.
4: But yeah, uh, just because you don't have a lot of fat. Yeah. Case in point: um, just a few months ago, I was at my heaviest was one eighty-six. And, um, how tall right, are now, you, though? right now, oh, uh, five, five, eight. Um, okay, but right, right now, I'm down at uh, 148.
3: Oh, that's that's like that's
4: pretty good then.
3: Yeah, that's so I'm right, right well, where you want to be, I would think. Two,
4: yeah, two pounds below the target. So that's if, if I say anywhere between that and one, you know, like 148 and 152, that'll be fine by me. <laughs> I'll change my yeah. diet, I don't know. but <laughs> I do notice I do know, it's like, can't eat meat, too much meats now, so I, that's what no, it no, seems dude, like. I,
3: I, I would say get away from all meat and shit, man, like, I don't know, some people might think that's crazy, but I, I don't, there's no other way, man, people were not designed to fucking eat meat, it's the bottom line. But whatever, man. If people want to keep eating it and then keep wondering why they're so fucking sick and and whatnot, you think it's a you think they'd fucking put two and two together?
4: <clears throat> yeah. I also um I also take um not like a supplement, but I take the um, it's a special drink that they got. The, I got the Beyond Tangy Tangerine. That's some pretty good stuff. What is stuff. it called? Beyond Tangy Tangerine. Uh,
3: is it from like the same company that makes like the Beyond Burger?
4: I don't know. I don't think. Uh, Young. Oh, the company is called Young Jevity. Uh, no, it's definitely not then.
3: I don't think so. I
4: mean, I uh, I originally heard of the product through um, Alex Jones's uh, Infowars site. Oh. Oh. I actually bought a few of the products that are there. That I, I like them a lot. Um, I I do that one and the uh, Survival Shield X2. That's their that's one of their specialties in a nascent iodine. And apparently the crystals they find are like like untouched. So There's like in a certain region, like the they're the purest or something like that. So then they <laughs> they extract all that and they put it into the when they put it in the iodine it is pretty damn good stuff
0: mm-hmm.
4: I used to do silver bullet that was the colloidal silver I don't I haven't done that in a while I don't know if I'll need that anymore because <laughs> it just feels stupid. it feels almost like water <laughs> I'm like forget about that
3: what is it? the silver? you said it was colloidal silver?
4: colloidal silver? silver yeah
3: yeah yeah well silver is like uh they put silver in a lot of things because it's like a uh it kills all like bacteria and viruses and things i mean i'm sure it's all right ingesting it but i know if you like use it as like a if you put it on certain things it'll prevent bacteria and, and uh viruses from accumulating
0: <clears throat> get rid of that.
4: i'm also cleaning i'm cleaning out i'm cleaning out my files got a lot of junk in there
3: cleaning out what
4: cleaning some files
3: well on the computer
4: yeah oh yeah i not kind of, I found out the majority of it is in my movies section. <laughs> if I'm done with certain ones, I usually get rid of them if I don't like them that much.
3: Yeah, I got I I, I got to get another hard drive because I have tons of stuff downloaded, but I, I've yet to back it up. And I were to lose the the it's like it's on a uh, external hard drive, but I really should make like two copies of it because it's like I don't know like I consider it, like priceless information and whatnot and that's spent a good amount of time putting it together. I I dare even say years. And if it all fucking disappeared, uh, man, I mean, whatever, it wouldn't be the end of the world, but I would not be very happy, though.
0: Yeah. We
4: got here. What the hell is that one?
3: Yeah, but uh, as far as, like, cleaning myself out, though, or cleaning the body out, the, the way that I look at it is, uh, I've talked to, uh, I think I've mentioned it to Dominic on the call. I think Hobbs too, maybe Mikey a little bit. But there's a guy who goes by the name Arnold Errett. He was, uh, I wouldn't, not necessarily like a naturopathic guy, but uh, he was around in like the late 1800s, early 1900s, and he put forth a I guess like basically like, a whole system on living what is called uh the mucusless diet healing system. And he basically like reversed himself from like basically almost like dying essentially at like a very young age. He had something called uh I think it's called it was called brights Bright's disease, which is like something to do with like the liver. It's like a a large amount of like sugar in the liver, something like that. But uh he was pronounced, like, incurable by, like, 24 of, like, the the best doctors throughout Europe. And uh, what he did was, in an effort to, like, try and, uh, I guess, get himself, like, out of pain and whatnot, he stopped eating. And then he found that when he stopped eating, and after a couple of days, he actually felt, like, way better. So this led him down this whole journey of essentially experimenting on himself and uh, found out and came to the conclusion that basically that the cause of all disease is the ingestion of food that creates pus and mucus with, within the body and that the the primary job of the body is actually to eliminate all foreign matter from it that's the bottom line so he developed this system called the mucosus diet healing system to Eliminate all that stuff and then also eat the right type of foods that don't produce that stuff and uh, Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a simple system. I mean, it's definitely uh, uh, Once I kind of came across it there was like no turning back for me and, uh, So he promotes uh, essentially a transition diet so like The thing is ultimately you want to, the only foods that don't create pus and mucus or acid within the body are certain non-starchy vegetables and fruits. And, uh, but the thing is, if, if you're going from a diet where you eat meat and cheese and all these heavy mucus and pus producers, you can't just go and flip your diet like overnight because what will happen is because the body's so clogged up with filth that once you stop eating, the body starts eliminating. So when the body goes into elimination, all that shit is recirculated into the bloodstream. So you're going to feel like, especially if you're coming from that far of like a, a state, uh, you're going to feel worse than you've ever felt in your entire life because all that shit's rushing into the bloodstream. So he, talks about uh, a transition diet so you make small gradual steps to eliminating all this stuff out of body in a, a systematic fashion that way you don't throw the body into shock and you can also then develop a a sustainable way of, of living because people that try and do it too quick they might be able to live or eat very like mute like essentially maybe not completely mucus free but very mucus lean which is like a a very small amount uh for a certain amount of time but it it, they're going to come to a point where like the body kind of goes into like a healing crisis or shock and they're more (laughs) likely to revert back to what they were originally eating and he's seen it with many people so that's he he um emphasizes time and time again throughout uh His book, he he wrote a couple books, but always really makes it a key point of transitioning uh, effectively because that's, I mean, it's the safest way and the most efficient way. And then also that in conjunction with like fasting and uh, yeah, like just not, I mean, the body really doesn't need to eat every single day by any means. It's this whole Western notion that people need food for energy when it's actually the complete opposite. Um, They just need air to get energy. That's it. Bottom
0: line.
3: But when you tell that to most people, they think you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah, I've slowly kind of uh, transition towards this and uh, look uh, I, I'm far from perfect but eh, I'm getting there but uh, yeah no it's crazy the the changes that he made on himself like he was like losing his hair and going gray and then after changing and living by the system his hair came back like completely healthy fuller than ever uh, yeah just like the most profound changes you could ever imagine So uh yeah, there's there's evidence behind it. It's not just like fucking nonsensical claims that he's making.
4: I often wonder if uh being a claimant is in our nature.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I I, I personally don't think it is. <clears throat> I mean then again I think I think essentially everything that people do by is learned i think humans come out as a complete blank slate because i mean just looking at the pure fact that if a baby isn't picked up and held or touched or anything it dies so humans don't have any uh natural instinct so to speak as much as people would would like to claim that that humans do they absolutely don't if you ask me the evidence is right there if if they did they'd be like animals babies would be able to come out their womb and start functioning but they can't the fact that they need to learn things and be held and be shown affection well maybe not complete affection but at least be given the necessities um to survive yeah they'll they'll live Um, But they might turn out uh, maybe not so uh, compassionate towards other people. But uh, yeah, there's definitely no natural instincts, though. The only one that I might say that might exist might be like, I don't know, like the fight or flight type of like situation, because like if. I don't know. I don't even know if that's really learned because, like, it's not like you ever learn that. Uh, like, let's say you come in a situation where, like, you know, like imminent death might happen, even at like a very young age, and it's like the first time you experience it, the body just kind of like takes over. It's not like a learned thing. Like, it's not like a learned behavior or even like a learned psychology. So, I think that might be only one type of like. Inherent physiological slash psychological trait uh, that that people um, maybe inherit. I guess if that could be a good word for it. But other than that, everything's learned. Hundred percent language, numbers, all that shit. Yeah.
4: Do you agree that The Matrix is one of the best films ever made? One of the best movies?
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, Probably. It's been a long time since I watched it, but... They're apparently making a new one, though, I think. Hmm. Yeah, did you hear that? They're getting, like, almost the entire original cast. I don't mind <laughs> it's, like, Laurence Fishburne, but Neo's coming back.
4: They're rebooting Spider-Man? it, or... Rebooting no, it or that, it's
3: a fourth installment. Uh, I don't. I'm not too sure. I uh, don't It's like a fourth one, <laughs> or is it just like a,
4: a kind of independent version of it. I don't know. That that's, maybe that. They should, um, maybe they should Maybe um, they should. Maybe they should just switch roles. <laughs> what do you mean? Just, just redo the movie it is actually the same way, except uh, just change all the. Oh, Right. Yeah. Yeah, Neo is uh, what, Agent Smith then or something?
0: Yeah, that
3: that'd be kinda of funny.
0: Have the
4: uh, have the uh, the one who uh, uh let me see, have uh yeah, Samuel L. Jackson as Mr. Anderson. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Mr Smith. Yeah. Oh he's Mr. Smith's brother, yeah. And Mr. Anderson's Neo. <coughs>
3: oh yeah 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 it's agent smith is the other guy or he's the agent in it there's there's a lot of crazy symbology in that movie that i didn't necessarily picked up when i first watched it but i I watched a couple of youtube videos of people talking about like there's like mad heavy christ symbology in it like jesus symbology there's i mean there's tons and tons of other stuff but yeah.
0: so much stupid shit here.
3: Oh, he's going through the computer and stuff.
2: Yeah.
4: Where's Lucy Ross when you need her? God damn it. I have no idea who that
0: is.
4: (laughs) She's a good friend of mine. She doesn't always stop by. What's going on? Hi, you're back. Mikey says the day.
3: Hold on one sec. i got to make a phone call real quick. I'll be back on in like two seconds. Maybe not two seconds exactly, but we'll see. Hmm?
1: What are
0: you talking about?
1: Yeah. I'm out of here, boys and girls.
4: Yeah, all right. You guys take care. Well, take care of Mikey.
1: I right, try to. <coughs> Me and
4: me and six three one will try to hold the Ford here. There's absolutely nobody on my call over here, so
1: well I don't think nobody knew a oh, hooker's. Alright, well I'll catch you. If I don't catch you later, I'll catch you in the passenger. Sound good, mate?
4: Yeah. I never got I, that. If I'm out if I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: I don't feel like moving right now. Oh, oh baby. I love that. Hey, what's up, Rick? How's it going, man?
6: Hey, Mike.
4: You sound like you're distant there. So you can we come up to the mic a bit.
6: Yeah. Uh, I'm probably distant because I was just listening there. Uh... uh Carl Lance, episode three three two on uh Angela's uh archives. Uh-huh. And he's, he's, he's a he's a a double talker. Yeah, he yeah, he definitely yeah. yeah. <laughs> he triple talks, double talks, triple talks, man. I'm just trying to figure out I gotta, you know. Got that court thing there, October 1st, uh, that woman, you know, judge or whatever, said so she's going to put me in jail if I don't uh, show up with an attorney or accept the public pretender. And I've been trying to get, uh, you know me, trying to get a hold of uh, somebody to figure this shit out. And I get sick and tired of listening to that Carl Lentz bullshit because he's, he's a triple talker. That's all there is to it. And uh, so I tried doing this Paul J Hanson, you know. And I tried getting a hold of him all week, and it said send thirty five dollars per hour. And I was like, well, I don't have the money right now. I got a million and a half of my inheritance, uh, I'm trying to work do that. And, out, you know, text message and send thirty five dollars. I said, well, I don't have thirty five dollars right now but I'll pay you, you know, whatever. Well, this is a secretary. Send $35 per hour. Then I tried that. Randy G says, well, expose the fraud. And I'm like, well, how do you expose the fraud? He goes, expose the fraud and you win. I can't help you with your documents, but expose expose the fraud, you know. Just spinning circle. Everybody seems like they got their own theories. You know, like Billy Thornton, everybody. Oh, everybody's.
3: oh that, guy's a, that guy's a piece of
6: work. What's that?
3: I said that guy's a piece of work, the Thornton <laughs> guy. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's like a pretty nice guy, but man, he. I, I remember when I first started looking to the law and shit, I was like, oh, wow, this seems pretty neat. But like, it was just like, you got to learn like a fucking... A million and one different things, and and, and I, I never got the point of any of it. I was like, "What the fuck is this good for?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like,
3: "Yeah, that's great. You learn yeah. all this shit, but like, how do you actually use it, though?" That's the, the question. Well, I
6: haven't, I haven't tried the uh, no, uh, no text man. I Haven't tried him yet. Dave, DeRim- uh, Dave Duramita. Yeah.
4: What's that? Dave DeRemiere or something. I don't Dave, know. Yeah, Dave. Just, that's a, Dave DeRemiere. Yeah. Dave DeRemiere. Yeah. 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 That is not my author's signature, or however he says it.
0: <laughs> you now you know the rest of the story. All right, anyway. Ah.
6: What are you guys up
4: talking to doing tonight? Just been trying to pass or the what's time. The show, what's your show about? Just passing the time right now. There isn't too much. There there isn't too much claimant activity going on. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> what what happened with Angela's show? I have no clue. I think she had trouble getting on Skype again, but uh, so she updated her call. with no call tonight. It was going to be an open call, but apparently something happened. I don't know what happened. We'll find out next week.
6: Yeah, I would do your archives there uh, while I was waiting for your call to come on and... uh... That guy with the uh, the old guy. I think it was last week or the week before, where he's got uh 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 what's that Parkinson disease he said he has. Oh yeah. Yeah. Parkinson or something. That was um But I thought I heard Texas I thought man. I heard him say he said well. My life hasn't been that good since 1911. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I, had to, I had to replay it. Yeah. And he goes, he well, everything started going downhill since 1911.
4: I'm like, dude. I was surprised I went past
6: everybody. That was so funny. Texas Mountain. No, I picked it up right there when he said it. 1911, as I started <laughs> counting my fingers, well, dude, that guy's 100 and something years old. <laughs> nope. No wonder you got Parkinson's disease. <laughs> no, you're just old, man. Just old. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was going to say, yeah, I'm going to ride my Harley again. Like, dude, if you're a years old, I don't think you can hold the Harley, let alone <laughs> hold a, uh, a Walker, you know? But, of course, I heard Batman he's saying, it's on your mind, on your mind, man. Hold your mind.
0: Oh, that's what that is.
4: Okay. Alright, now let's keep that out of there. I mean, so, oh, God, should I keep that? <laughs> so, I was at... So I was, so Rick, I was uh, I explained to him I was uh, I was at uh, 189 a few months ago, but now uh, I'm but I'm down to 148
1: in
0: the pounds.
6: So that was the damn. Yeah, uh, 189 to 1 what? 40. Yeah, 148. Damn, the such is that good,
0: huh? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Well
6: don't let
4: her know that. No. Just a little bit up the top, James. Shit, I gotta do just to smoke uh, a little tobacco once in a while. I, I smoke cigar and then I, uh, and then I smoke the leftovers in my pipe. I don't waste. I don't waste the thing. I ain't paying. I ain't paying five dollars per cigar uh, and uh, th- throw like nearly like a third of it away after it gets down to that nasty finish. Let me fuck that. I'm I'm smoking it all. I learned how to inhale that shit. What type of cigars? Hand roll. Uh, you roll yourself? No, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, the handmade ones. You know, the, the, that you pick up the cigar stores and shit. But, um, uh, how are they? They're good. You gotta usually the medium, usually the medium bodies are good for it. Uh, you can get a nice little kick once in a while from them. <laughs> The only time I ever used a cigar was to roll a blunt. The binder is uh, the binder works better for blunts than the wrapper because the wrapper is so damn thin. What do you mean? The, well, the I don't cigar know. is I don't know. Uh, you know like a really good cigar. Now the machine cigars only just have wrapper and filler. Well, but, yeah, but what I would
3: do is
2: you
4: get, like, a Dutch
3: master and it half, yeah. like, the outer leaf and then the inner leaf. Yeah. So what I would do is I would cut down both the inner and outer leaf so that way, like, I was using, like, as least amount of, like, paper as possible. Like, you can cut the outer leaf, like, in half, like, at least, like, the diameter of it because, like, you don't need to wrap it, like, that much with all that relief. And same with the inner leaf. The inner leaf's, like, way too big, so you just cut that shit, like... Good amount off and uh, a pretty uh, clean taste. I mean, even though you're using a cigar, but the weed usually comes through more. So, I, mean, I don't smoke them anymore. But back in the day, I was alleged pro at rolling
4: them up. Well, anyway, uh, the hand rolls have three components. They have the filler, then before the wrapper, Oh what uh, i'm sorry would you they say have three a filler components or fuller? they have a, they have the filler i mean that's you know like like in, in the regular blends that you get what it, it just has the inner and, the, and then the outer wrapper well that inner stuff is the filler yeah like all, the tobacco it, itself yeah. You're playing,
3: right? well
4: well now uh in the hand rolls there's a component that goes on top of that called the binder it's just it's like it's like the same tobacco, but it's uh, it's just like uh, like like wrapping that, wrapping the filler. Uh, it's a little bit thicker than the wrapper. Uh, but then after that, then the main wrapper goes on, which is actually uh, sometimes a se- uh, a separate b- blend of leaf, uh, because that's that's what gives the, the additional flavor to the cigar. That's that's what pr- primarily cigars are for. It's for flavor. Yeah. Uh, yeah but then there's guys like me who get up on the <laughs> get up on inhaling them so I don't recommend oh, by yeah. the way
3: you actually inhale the smoke like all
4: of it or just like a little bit of it oh yeah you 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 get you, you, you can go flying for a few you know about 30 seconds or those things but uh I think it's more primal, primarily an oxygen thing. So, like, if you hold the smoke in too, like, cause you, that's what I did too. Yeah. Same way. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh,
0: yeah.
3: Like, yeah. Same thing with, like, smoking a blunt, I think you get, like, a different head change than, like, when you smoke a blunt, cause that tobacco, I think it has, like, like you're saying, some type of, like, other effect, probably because of the oxygen, compared to, like, if you're smoking smoke it straight out of, like, a pipe, where there's, like, no tobacco involved. I mean, I personally, I can't stand the taste there or anything of tobacco. I mean, I've never taken a puff, allegedly never taken a puff of a cigarette. If I could claim such a thing, but like, uh, yeah, like any, yeah, the, just the tobacco. No way, man. I just never agreed with me.
0: Mm, yeah.
3: The cannabis, yeah, for a, for a good for a, quite a long time, but even now, since I so, so-called stopped smoking it, yeah. Any anything in the, smoke in the lungs, just yeah, I'm I'm dying, yeah, just coughing like crazy.
4: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, don't don't smoke. It'll it'll just make you want to smoke some more. <laughs> yeah. Results may vary. <laughs> How about that one?
3: <laughs> what, as far as smoking goes? Uh, I th- yeah, it's different for everyone.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah.
6: <laughs> common side effects may include. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> one common, uh, number one common side effect: inhaling. <laughs> Lighting <laughs> often seen often seen with external tools. <laughs> Warning may cause fire. <laughs> How's that for a disclaimer on on the on the ad for <laughs> for tobacco product. <laughs> warning lighting again that that would be a oh that would be a shocker of a a warning lighting cigarettes may cause fire
0: I knew this
6: girl I knew this girl back in the 80s I probably tell my age but they had like the big hair Hair thing back in the '80s. Anyway, she, she would use damn a can of hairspray on her hair, and she got them doing hairspray. They were playing cards at the table, oh. and uh, uh, she came and sat down and lit a cigarette. Her freaking hair caught on fire,
0: man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ah uh, yes, the fifties and the fifties and sixties were so dangerous, weren't they?
6: <laughs> dangerous and fun. Uh, speaking of fifties and sixties, uh, out here in this desert, I found me a uh, uh, a washer and a ringer washer. Uh huh. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's got, yeah. got like two pulleys and you, you crank it, and that's how you. Yeah, it's kind of like your spin dry, you know. Oh yeah, it, it works. I was
0: like, hell yeah, man. Yeah, that's the way to go. like that, you
4: know. It's highly advantageous. background noise. Is Mike in there? I think he's gone. All right, that's, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, Rick, I had to mute you up for a second there, but uh, everything is uh, copacetic. Oh,
0: that's um, good.
4: Yeah, it's back there. The the noise is gone, so everything is good. All right.
0: Mm -hmm. Hmm? Yeah. (laughs) uh, Pork chop day. (laughs) Sorry. Yes.
4: Morgan Freeman Mm -hmm. likes pork chops too. Mm -hmm. I like a good pork chop every now and then. I'm Morgan
0: Freeman.
4: You're oh. a lawnmower or a langolier. Everybody, duck. Pac Man's cousin.
0: Wacko, <laughs> <laughs> wacko, <waka.
4: laughs> them, stinkies they get right will jump their eyes
0: their eyes out. do them, get them,
4: get Go get get As he can't grab have food, she's allergic to fruits. All right, uh, any requests requests over here? Requests of what? I don't know. Music request. Oh.
3: Oh shoot. Have you heard the new tool stuff?
4: No. Really. Oh man. Let me see. Yeah. Bill, well,
0: are you a Google fan yourself?
4: A uh, little bit. Uh, I really play a the oh, genre, but once in a while, I'll, I'll dig it out. All right. Yeah. No, they're one of the,
3: the legend favorite bands that I listen to. But
5: fear and oh, fear in Yeah.
3: Yeah. The new album. It's good. I don't think it's as good as their previous stuff. I mean, I know it grows on after time. Like, I thought 10,000 Days wasn't that good when it first came out, but it kind of grew on me. I still really don't think it's that good um, mm. either way. There's there's a couple good songs on 10,000 Days.
4: Be, but, but There seems to be. There seems to be. Sorry, go ahead. Didn't mean to step all over you there. Sorry. Oh
3: no no no, no. All, all gravy. Sure.
4: But yeah, there might, a, one yeah song... there might be a delay too. What'd
0: you say?
4: Yeah, there might be a little delay too.
3: Oh. oh but uh, I'd say I'd recommend if you have to listen to one song off the new album, uh, I'd say listen to Invincible. I think it's like the most like uh. Kind of like signature type of tool sound. It's like, the I think it's the best overall song on the album. I mean, all the other ones are good. Like, there's not, like all the songs, like the full length features, not just like the, the segue tracks, or like 10 minute plus songs, which don't bother yeah. me, because I, I enjoy listening to like longer songs. But Invincible yeah. is is a really fucking phenomenal song. It's, it's banger all the way through. It's really like top notch.
0: And then the
3: next one that I'd say is pretty good. There's uh, like, Sempest, which is like seven with like tempest. That's like the name or how it's spelled. is like a uh, a, a number seven and then tempest. Yeah. So I guess it'd be like seven pest or something. Tempest. I I have no idea. But uh. That's pretty good. It's like fifteen uh-huh. minutes long. And then uh there's another song called uh like Numa, I think it's would be pronounced, like P U E N M A. So it's like NUMA because the P N is kinda like a N sound or a silent P, it looks like.
4: Uh-huh. That
3: song's pretty good but I think I, I'd definitely say Invincible is like the best track it's just it's fucking phenomenal
4: yeah it is a little long
3: yeah this is it yeah hell yeah
4: yeah he's it sounds, starting it sounds pretty nice
0: Ooh, that's, uh, is, yeah,
3: that's, yeah. I'm telling cool. you, like, the build-up into that section, mm-hmm. it, it's phenomenal. Like, Maynard's vocals, the lyrics are really good, too. It's about, like, time and, like, yeah. The, I think it's kind of the best lyrics on the album, I think. I really haven't listened to the other lyrics too much. But this kinda has like that timeless kinda sound to it. And I think the lyrics as well too. I think that's what makes like a good song. It's like the yeah, it's, are kinda like applicable to anyone and uh yeah. have like a, a very like deep meaning behind it too.
4: I think uh, I think maybe ten years from now they'll be playing that song in uh in their uh, encore sets. I'm Definitely. confident. That. I think so, yeah. Or at yeah, least add to the repertoire, you know.
3: Yeah, it'll definitely become like a standard form.
4: It, give it time to brew, and the, yeah, it, it, it has a good potential yeah. there. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, like songs there. like Schism, like, like Schism like a staple form. I mean, most of the stuff on Lateralis, maybe not everything, but like the main songs off Lateralis, like The Grudge, The Patient, Parabola, Schism, and Lateralis. All the other songs are kind of, like, Triad, Disposition, and Reflection are kind of... They, they played them during, like, the Lateralis tours and stuff, but they kind of... They didn't play those as much. But, yeah, I see Invincible definitely being one of those songs at six. I mean, they're touring now. We're gonna start touring, but the tickets are fucking, like, insane... Not, they're pretty damn expensive. Like even just the regular tickets, they're like starting like two hundred plus, and like nosebleed seats are like high hundreds, like a little under two hundred. And like I could really afford it if I want to, but I really don't have like the money to use like that at the moment. I could go towards better things, so I'm probably just gonna say fuck it to seeing them right now, because the tickets are probably just gonna go up in price, and it's not really like a necessity to go see them. I saw them when they toured for ten thousand days, which I was happy about. I think that was two thousand six, or yeah, that was two thousand six. Uh, okay. So at least I got to see him once, which is cool. And I saw a Perfect Circle. Uh, so that was pretty neat. But yeah, to pay that much money, um, like while they are like one of the top favorite bands for me, it's not that uh, that important. Uh, what, what other new music have I come across?
0: Um, oh, I've been getting into
3: folk. I've been getting into folk music recently. Like not like older folk, but like new folk. Uh-huh. Um, like more contemporary people that are like that that use that sound. And uh-huh. dude, I love it, man. The stuff I've been coming across is is it's
0: really. I'm, uh uh-huh. was that? Uh,
4: no, there was some uh, some noise just came in. Uh, I I got oh, I got oh. rid of that. I got rid of that.
3: Um, but yeah, they have a folk like. There's this one uh uh singer from Tennessee. Uh, she goes by the name Gillian Welch, and her her partner, musical partner slash like husband, uh, David Rawlings. Man, they are like. They're unreal. They really are. I, I, I mean, if you like that music, even if you don't, give give them a listen. And uh, they kind of got me into the whole folk music because then I started like looking for other stuff on Spotify and came across some really great, great artists. I was I was super surprised because I don't like pop country. Like I think that's just kind of like really blah blase and just not exciting at all plus i don't really care for the way that they sing too much but these folk singers kind of capture that southern vibe a little bit but you got those nice acoustic guitars and with especially like with like the modern day production so the sounds are just high definition high fidelity it's just really it's freaking incredible That's cool. So that I've been getting into. What else?
2: Uh,
3: man, there's so much, dude. I mean, me being a, a drummer, as I play the drums myself and whatnot, just I'm, like serious and deep into music. I mean, fuck, I'm allegedly writing a book on rhythm so, and music, so it's uh, one of the uh, life uh passions and things i'm dedicated to i could talk about it forever oh my god
4: make a separate call about it probably
3: oh easily hell yeah i could have a whole a call dedicated to music easily easily
4: a few there's a few budding musicians on these calls i see them once in a while a few... What? Did you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> there's a few budding musicians on this call every once in a while. Oh, on these yeah, calls.
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A couple of people that play instruments and stuff, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, I wish I had more time to get on the drum set, but there's only so much time that I have between uh, so-called college and all that, and then... Uh, the, uh, alleged side job that I do as well. So it's, yeah, I'm just very happy and grateful to get to play when I, when I can. Like I play more, but I still live, live at home with the family and shit. So like I have the drum set in like, we have, like, a wood shop in the backyard that's pretty far away from the house. So, like, I can play in there, which is cool. I can't play, like, super late into night. Even though I could play, like, really late if I use like, brushes and stuff, I could definitely get away, like, playing, like, very late and no one would know. But the thing is, it's not insulated or anything. So, like, come, like, winter time, um, yeah, I can't play. Cause when you can't even feel your hands, like, yeah, you're kind of at a standstill quite literally, like. If I can't even hold the damn sticks or brushes or whatever I'm playing with, you're fucked. Yeah. So I got, I don't know, maybe like till like December. Like even if I use like a heater, it's all right, like a space heater. But like to really get it warm during the winter, I'd have to use like some type of like gas heater or something like that. Because there's not not enough, like, electrical power to support, like, multiple, like, electric heaters. But the space, it's it's a pretty big size, but it's not big enough that, like, I think I could use, like, a a kerosene heater. It would just smell, like, so crazy. You know what I mean? Like, from the fumes and shit. Yeah. And, like, you'd have to, like, it would, like, it would probably, like, counteract itself, like, by using it. And then, like, to keep, like, a window crack just to get the fumes out, like, it probably wouldn't keep the the temperature, like, up where you need it to be, just to, like, get the fumes out. I mean, unless if there... Well, actually, no, there is no way of, like... Because the fumes just come out from burning it no matter what. It's not like there's an exhaust pipe where, like, the fumes come out and then the heat is radiated otherwise. Like, it don't even work like that, so... yeah i I don't think there's anything I can really do about that <clears throat> but the other cool thing is i like the the school the university i go to stony brook uh I used to go for music, so I still have like I have like keys to, like the percussion practice room, like the undergraduate one, and also mm-hmm. like the percussion like uh, fuck, what is it called um, the percussion studio, which is like the main percussion room that ha- holds all the other equipment. All the other rooms are like the graduate percussion rooms that yeah. are, like for the graduate students. But I have the key to the other, yeah. the main one. There's a key, and then there's like a like a com like this like weird like combo type of lock where like you press like these buttons in. And you have to like it's like you have to like do like three sets. It's like one, and then you have to press two, and then another two to open up. Besides the key, and like i supposed to return the keys keys years years ago, but whatever. Uh-huh. They, they haven't put any holds on the account, like the student account or anything. So I just fucking keep them. So it's cool. I can still use the rooms. And, like, plus there's other rooms in, like, the music, um, like, the music building, like, basement. That's where, like, all the percussion rooms. And there's, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a hundred or so other, like, practice rooms for other, like, I don't know, like, students and stuff. But uh, so I can go down there and play whenever, as long as, like, no one else is using the rooms and stuff. But it's kind of a pain, because, like, it's depending on how much of the drums, how big of the kit I bring... Um, I have to, like, transport all the, I have to take the stuff out the car, and luckily, like, I can park the car close to one of the doors in the basement, and they have, like, these, uh, fuck, what are they, like, uh, like, trolley type of things, it's like a cart where it's, like, I don't know, it's like, kind of like a piece of plywood on wheels, and it has, like, a, like, you know, at Home Depot, they have those, like, uh, like, flat deck carts that for, like, outside, you know what I mean? kind of like one of those, but a little bit bigger, so I can load all the equipment on there and then just roll it to one of the rooms, so that definitely saves on time on, like, transporting all the stuff, but, like, if I do that, I have to make, like, a, uh like, a, I don't know, kind of, like, a, I have to, like, be sure to dedicate the time, you know, like, to do that, because to, it doesn't take too long to drive there, but to, take the drum set apart, load it up in the car, go there, and then build the kit back up. Not that that takes too long, depending on what I bring, like I said. But if let's say if I want to bring the whole kit, that takes a good amount of time just to do all that. Like, you're talking, like, between, like, moving and setting up, that's, like, 45 minutes. Breaking it down is much quicker, but, like, to take all that time, like, I got, I would at least want to spend, like, an at least an hour if not like an hour and a half plus of practice time there for it to be like worth it if you ask me other than that i could just work on the book at home and just play on the pad oh excuse me play on the drum pad or something but it's still cool that i have access to that place and even if i like i don't know i guess eventually one day i'll i'll return the keys to the rooms But there's still other rooms to practice in, so I can still always use those, which is cool, if need be. But what I really need to do is maybe I'll find, like, a locksmith, and even though, like, the keys, like, they say do not duplicate, like, there's people, I'm sure, that could duplicate them if you grease them enough, you know what I mean? Who the fuck would ever know?
2: Yeah. So
3: I'd have to find one, and I'd be like, hey, can you guys do these? If I, uh, you know, uh, put a little extra on top, or a lot extra if need be, (laughs) Yeah, who knows. But anyway, uh, I don't know if the call will still be going, considering it's been, jeez, yeah, going on a little over three hours, yeah. According to this, I've been on for two hours, 52 minutes. But I just got to a friend's house. I got to take care of some, some shit. So uh, I'll try and call back in when I when I dip out of here, and I'll see what you guys are up to if you're still on.
4: All right, that's fine.
3: All right. Be good, Mike. I'll uh, right. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, tell Mike, I yeah, say uh, you know, peace out, too, if you guys end the call or whatever, if you do talk to him, if he does come back on. All right, no problem.
2: All right, good looks. All right, have a good night, bro.
3: All
2: right. All right, please.